What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, Joe Dells, and it's now episode 226. No intro music for this one, but on today's show, we have two of Pick Aside's favorite and all-time guests, OG and Pierre Pee-wee the plug. I wish I could, you know, you guys had to do the round of applause yourselves because I don't That's even fine. have the sound they deserve right it. now. These they guys do. deserve it. They're pick aside legends. Absolutely. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the Nets firing Steve Nash, LeBron declining, the Wolves front court fit, shocking MVP candidates, and more. First of all, how are you guys doing? I know we took a while to get. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Things started here, doing this thing on Riverside for the first time. It's kind of odd. Pick a side on Riverside. I'll say this. Guys, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. I'm happy to be back. This is my return episode. It's unfortunate that I had to be back through Zoom. <laughs> I would have liked to be in the studio, but you know what? You got to make do with what you have. So let's get into it. I'm ready to go. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing well. Just got done doing Through the Wire podcast, and now I'm here doing another podcast. I might have to take a week off. I was about to say, your grind's <laughs> crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy. Wake up, do a podcast, or just upload a YouTube video. Now I'm doing y'all shit, and after this, I got to do a stream. So we locked in, we lit. But uh, it's 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 no biggie, man. Basketball is fun. Basketball is fun. I feel you. I took a little vacay. I'm in Atlanta right now, and oh, that's for vacational purposes. I did see yeah, you. Yeah, I took a I took a little solo trip out here. My cousin was uh, he was it was his last football game, senior night. So I went here to support him, take some pictures, be with the family. Going to the Hawks and Pelicans game tonight. It starts at seven thirty. We should be done by the podcast by that time. But I'm an hour away from Atlanta, so I'm definitely gonna hit a hundred on the highway getting there. <laughs> First topic of the show: the Nets fired Steve Nash, and it was reported that they are probably most likely going to hire Ime Udoka as their next head coach. But that's not all that's going on with the Nets. We know this entire um, Kyrie Irving drama with the anti-Semitism thing is going on as well. The Nets are 3-6 and six, currently, 12th in the Eastern Conference. What's your thoughts on the Nets, this Kyrie Irving situation, Nash being fired, E-May potentially replacing him? I know there's a lot with the Nets going on, so you can just give your thoughts on it. OG, I'll start with you. I think Steve Nash jumped the line. I don't even think he wanted that job, but I think he got talked into it. He was a consultant and a workout guy with the Warriors. And he was working out Kevin Durant specifically. And it was going good. And next thing you know, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is really liking Steve Nash and he's in Brooklyn. And now the word gets back to Steve. Hey, Steve, why don't you come coach us? Well, no, I don't think that I want to do that. Well, he starts hearing that more than once, more than twice. And it starts to sound like a good idea. And I'm going to get Mike D'Antoni on board with us. And 
maybe this thing can work when in reality this is not the, this is not a good fit for you and this could be something that's career killing but i don't think it is and i don't think it is specifically because i don't think steve nash wanted to coach if he wanted to coach at that level and be a head coach then it's something completely different but in this particular situation i don't think he wanted to be a head coach that quickly i think he jumped the line and for him to now get back to where he really wanted to be, which is a consultant, maybe even, maybe even as an ambassador for Canadian basketball, I think that's really that's where he really wanted to be. Now, as far as Yudoka getting the job, I think that they're basically replacing one problem with a lesser problem, and that lesser problem won't be a problem as long as they win. Winning has a great, winning is really good in terms of making people forget things. So. When you went in, people have a tendency to forget a lot of what was going on. And one thing about Udoka is that he can coach. Well, the logic on him is, well, why didn't Brooklyn hire him right from the beginning? Why did they hire Steve Nash? Well, we didn't know he was that good. If they would have known he was that good, then they wouldn't have let him go in the first place. They would have definitely hired him. So I don't think that it's terrible to hire him because what other way can you go? They can't keep going with Jock Vaughn. That's not going to work. That's definitely not going to work. So if they can try to salvage this thing with Udoka, then absolutely do it. So oh. <laughs> y'all can hear me? Like everything, everything up, uppity up. Yeah. Uh I I want to, I, I want to, I'm not here to really, you know what I'm saying? I don't really want to give my opinion. I want to challenge the panel right now. No, no, that's really what we're here to, for. That's what we're here yeah, for. I, I want to challenge the panel right now because last year, Udoka comes in, right? The pieces are there. Every, everything is there. He comes in, essentially changes the culture. He makes dudes take account, like take accountability. He gets them into their work ethic, right? And they didn't get it going until about two, three months into the season. The energy is shifted. They started to get it going. They make that run to the finals. How good do we think Udoka is at fixing the Nets, right? Because you look at the Celtics, you look at the Nets, two completely different rosters. Boston had the defensive pieces put there. They had the two stars. Brooklyn, they got Kevin Durant, right? Well, we know he's still him. But Kyrie, he's a mess right now. The roster is not the same. Defensively, they have a problem. You know, they don't really have a true big. So was it a good hire? For me, like, was it a good hire? Yeah, because he's better than Nash. Like, Nash wasn't a good coach to me. I always felt like he wasn't going to be the guy that was going to fix Ben Simmons. He wasn't going to be the guy that implements a good system there. And as you can see, they don't play defense. And offensively, it's really just Kevin Durant and Kyrie. They're literally triple teaming Kevin Durant. Like, just force him to get the ball out of his hand. So my thing is, with Udoka... Like, do we know for a fact he can go in there? Because I feel like for the Nets, it's not just a culture change that they need. They need a roster change. Like, that roster is not built to win, in my opinion. So my thing is, I just want to know, like, do we really think Udoka is that good, even though he had a great turnaround? Is he that good of a coach to where he can completely fix the Nets? I don't think he is. Um and it's not because he's not a great coach. I think he's a great coach, and he proved that last year. It's more so speaking to the dysfunction that's happening with the Brooklyn Nets right now. I mean, they're a mess. It's like, top to bottom, they're a mess. Kyrie Irving, there's always something with Kyrie. There's always something. Right now, he's filled with drama. He's suspended for five games. 
Ben Simmons still needs to be fixed, and he's not the best fit with that roster. I, I just feel like I, I know that we're, I'm, I'm going to talk about the Kyrie Irving thing in a little bit, but it, it's just the Nets. I, I Everybody's pointing at Kyrie Irving, and I think what he did is wrong. There's no doubt. But the Nets don't get off the hook for this either. I mean, Kyrie Irving, he wasn't suspended by the Nets until he kind of didn't apologize really. They asked him if he apologized, and he kind of was just like, I'm sorry if, you know, I didn't mean to hurt anybody, but it wasn't a, a very real, sincere apology in the press conference that he had. The Nets could have suspended him before that. They didn't. They waited until they absolutely had to, to suspend him. And now they're about to hire Ime Udoka. And I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind is like, what message does that send to women right now? The Nets organization, they have a guy on the roster that it has anti-Semitism allegations. Ime Udoka is suspended by the Celtics for an entire year. The Nets have no culture at all. Their roster still has major holes. And I don't think the star power of Kevin Durant can save this roster alone. And I can't even rely on the star power of Kyrie Irving because I'm not sure how available he's going to be. It just feels like the Nets have to tear this thing up. And the longer they wait, they're doing an injustice to the organization. They have to start over. They are trying to they're trying to keep this thing going as long as possible because they took a big time risk on these players in 2019. But I think it's quite obvious that they just have to start over. They have to bring in new players, start from the ground up. Because Ime is not going to fix the Nets. And how this is going to end is the Nets getting eliminated or not making the playoffs. Ime, looking at the roster of the Nets that now probably features no Kyrie, KD maybe gets traded, and now Ime is left with nothing, and he ultimately leaves. I feel like the sooner they start that process, the better. I don't think it's going to get much better from here. He may, he just happy. He gonna be just happy to be back first and That's foremost. It. That's really it. If, if we being honest, That's he just, really he gets he getting a second chance. Uh, I say all the time, my auntie used to tell me growing up, beggars can't be choosers. So be. he'll be all right. He'll be all right. Um, as a Nick fan, we got clown because we couldn't get KD and Kyrie. Right, and so. I'm kind I'm kind of happy. You know, everything <laughs> happens for a reason, man. Because. Yeah, the the Nets probably do have to blow this up eventually just because it's never going to reach the height of what it was set out to reach. Even even if Eme flipped this around, if they're not competing for a championship, then this is a failure for them. Every season that they don't do that, it, it, it's, it's a failed season for them. So I think they put themselves in, in a situation that they probably can't recover from. And I feel bad for some of those fans because I loved what they had when they had D'Lo, Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, they was playing against Philly nice. in that first round. They, had, they lost, but they had swag. You know what I mean? It was fun. And they they skipped out on that to skip steps. And I feel like the, in the NBA, we're past that, 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 that's, that type of team building. Even when you look at the Lakers, like the, the Nets and the Lakers are two examples of that. We're kind of past that in the NBA where you can just quick fix the championship team and you look at the Warriors, you look at the Bucks, you look at the Celtics, you look at all of these teams that are kind of rooted in something that's like foundational in, in what you're saying, culture. And that's what the NBA is at. The whole big three Miami, big three Celtics, 
we we kind of passed that, man. We kind of passed it. So you mean, you mean I'm like, hoping that they can. You, you mean like how how they did in the '80s and the '90s when you built the team and it and it lasted for years? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell us? Right. Like, like yeah, that, exactly. That, that, as exactly. Like minute that. rice like we're seeing right now. Okay, I can get yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly like that. So I, uh, even even the Clippers and you know I love Paul George, my favorite player. But even them, they they looking kind of funny in the light. But I, I do think that this is uh this is unfortunate, and I think the Nets the Nets got themselves in trouble because they got a little arrogant. They didn't want to accept the fact that this was the writing on the wall. They didn't want to accept the fact that Kevin Durant wanted out. They didn't want to accept the fact that Kyrie potentially could have went to the Lakers, and they tried to you know put this together one last time, and it's blowing up way worse than it would have been if they did part ways with K- KD when he asked, or they did let Kyrie go. So it's it's interesting. It's interesting, but the the fact is, they do have a roster that's going to have Kevin Durant and Kyrie. And if Eme can do anything, there's always that chance, man. It just always is. It just is what it is. I'm not going to get on here and vouch for them like I did last year and they, when they got their ass swept. But as long as you got those two guys, you have some sort of chance. And that's all you can really ask for in the NBA. Riv said something very spot on. The Celtics had the pieces on the defensive side of the ball. Nets just don't have that. They're a bunch of great offensive guys. And let me not say a bunch, because you have KD, you have Kyrie. These are the elite offensive weapons. You have you have Joe Harris, Seth, whenever Seth comes back. Ben Simmons. You have two, two great shooters. You have Ben Simmons, who has yet to find himself by any stretch of the means. This team is all over the place, and their lone identity is give the ball to Kevin Durant, and when Kyrie's available whenever he's able to play with the Brooklyn Nets, get him the ball, isolation basketball, and let's put our faith in their hands solely. You can't win basketball like that. And when we, me and you, P, were talking about Ben Simmons and his impact and how he could be able to to fit into this offense, Riv was 100% right where they are not the type of offense to move the basketball. So it's going to be hard for Ben to really find his, his spot with the Brooklyn Nets. It's it's to this point been the defense that has been failing to provide. And that's just what it's been for, not just this season and what we've seen so far, but of course the last season. Ben wasn't going to come in and change it. They don't have enough defensive pieces. And that's really what Ime was able to take from the Boston Celtics in the second half. You have a great unit of a great defensive unit. He was able to to really have these guys and lock in and, and trust one another. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that with the Brooklyn Nets. Well, is it fair? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Joe, but is it fair that did we know that he had a great defensive unit? I mean, outside of Marcus Smart, I mean, did we know Robert Williams was that good defensively? We didn't know that. We thought that he, he was a good defensive player. Did we know that Jason Tatum was going to be this good defensively? I don't know if we knew. We all saw of this flashes. I, we saw I, flashes. Yeah, consistently I, I wasn't there for I, flashes. And right. I was going to say Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown plays high level defense. Also, we knew that. OG, OG, enough is enough. Yes. We did know yeah. Jason Tatum was going to be a good defender. Stop. But last year he leveled up. Stop. Last year he no, leveled last up. Last year he turned it, he turned it up. Like he turned it up. To he a wasn't whole that type level. of defender before but that. I right. think that it's also fair to point out point out that uh, the Nets don't need to be this elite defensive unit if they're at their full strength to be a they championship. They need to be good, team. and I don't know if they yes, can they do, be Joel. good. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, Joel. Absolutely, yeah, yes, they, they do, do, bro. Yes, they do, Joel. That's not Look at the two championship teams last year. I wouldn't say top five, but last year the four teams that were in the conference finals were top ten in defensive ratings. I, I think they right all now, played defense. But but the biggest issue with Steve Nash was that it, it was quite clear that he lost a locker room very early on. He never had he never that really locker room. 
I don't think he had the it. defensive I effort don't. was never there to begin with. No. It was never there. But so they don't even the have Nets, the personnel to play defense. If the Nets show effort and they can at least play defense at an okay level, this team is definitely a, a playoff team. Like right now, there's still questions about them even making the play-in. I mean, you know, getting out the play-in, quite frankly, because of how bad they are defensively. If they buy in defensively and they, their their effort is there and offensively Kyrie and KD are clicking, then the ceiling for this team is much higher than what everybody's projecting. Is it a championship ceiling, though? Because that's the goal. It really depends on how great KD Mm -hmm. is. I mean, versus Milwaukee in the the second round in in 2020, I mean, KD, I mean, the the defense wasn't great or elite, but KD Mm -hmm. was just so great that he took that team to seven with injuries. But then why do we skip over last year when he just got swept? Last year was it? Last year was just that was just Disaster. not a situation that they were supposed to be in. Nobody, they nobody expected that dog. They can run into a bad matchup yet again. But no, I'm not even talking about matchup. I'm just saying from a team aspect, you have to take in consideration that team went into the season with James Harden and got a Ben Simmons who was not going to play basketball. They had guys on the floor like Drummond, <laughs> who I don't think that they were expecting to even have to play on their team at all. So. I, I think last year was tough. The toughest part was that they couldn't win a game. But I think we got to cut them. Uh, just to not make an excuse, but just just be realistic. No. And I think the major. Pee-wee, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no. Come on. We're not, we're not come on. Them, we're not cutting them no slack. And you know why we're not cutting them no slack? We're not cutting them no why slack. Why we not? Because this has been a history of buffoonery from the Brooklyn Nets. So we can start back <laughs> from the 2013 <laughs> season when they, when they ended up trading, when Danny, Danny Ainge fleeced them. And gave them yep. Kevin Garnett, yep. Paul, Pierce, Paul Pierce, and and Jason Terry for a bucket of extra crispy and a six pack. So those <laughs> so those first round picks ended up turning into Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. So then we moved down the line where there've been a there've been a number of failures in their first round picks. Then add that to the fact that the one common denominator, which is in the 1920 season, when you bring in Kevin Durant and you bring in Kyrie Irving, and this thing is a disaster from the door. Kyrie Irving plays 20 games. He's hurt the rest of the season. KD is nursing an injury. The next year, KD misses half the season because he's starting to break down because he's on the other side of his greatness. He is 34 years old now. He's on the other side of his prime. Kyrie Irving, who has a has a history the only time he stayed healthy was when he was with James. That's the last time he was healthy. Other than that, he stays beat up, right? So then, and then this year, I'm, I'm sorry, last season, when you saw what they did in terms of roster moves, when they end up empty in the roster for, for James Harden. So Jared Allen is gone. That was the part of the James Harden trade, right? So all of these pieces, this is this is who Brooklyn is as a franchise. Oh, gee, so, let me ask you. Let me but, ask you. You get Harden. Are you looking at that necessarily as a bad move? In hindsight, we can say it's a bad move, no doubt. He's not even on the team anymore. Of course not. No. But they win the championship moment, if he it, stays healthy. When they play, they're sixteen and three. Right. You, you, you make that move. You make that move. Ten out of ten. You make that move. Ten out of ten. And, 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 it's healthy. And, and, and That's a championship you team. That. You make you make that move. Ten out of ten. Based on. I say cut the slack. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pee Wee. That's the only part I'm saying to cut the slack. Whereas, like, they went into that situation in that specific season thinking they were going to have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. Right. Not a, a Ben Simmons. Game, bro. They couldn't get nah, no, no, no game is crazy. crazy. That's no game is crazy. That's where it's like, yeah, that's where it's kind of like, damn. But at, <laughs> now, but it's just like, uh, I want to get right now. Are we? 
Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you can I was going to say, right now, aren't we looking at this Nets team? It's not a, Ky- a KD issue. It's not a Kyrie issue. It's the pieces around oh. them, the pieces they gave up. No, it's, a, it's a Kyrie issue. Kyrie issue well, sure. Ky- Ky- when Kyrie's on the court, oh, when Kyrie's on the court, it's he not was, a Kyrie he, and KD he issue. He half the year last year because he decided not to get vaccinated. I know, but if you kept those, listen, we're, we're talking in the past now, talking about this James Harden trade. Court and now he's suspended. When they're on the court together, we know they could succeed to an extent. But if they had those remaining pieces, they don't have to worry about the James Harden injury. Who knows what the ceiling is? I want to talk real quick, though, about the Ime situation. Because yeah. as a Celtics fan, <laughs> as a Celtics fan, I saw Ime come in right away and have an impact on this team. But you're right, Riv. It took a few months. Everyone knows the turnaround we had. But in those first months, especially that first month of the season, people don't remember. Ime was calling out the Tatum. He was calling out Brown and Smart. Now, if you bring Ime over to this situation with KD and Kyrie, how are they going to act? And Ben Simmons. If, and Ben's That's a fact. the worst one out of all three. <laughs> if may gets, if may comes in and he's calling out fold. them in front of the media, I agree, OG. I think they fold as well. We already know, listen, they're phenomenal basketball <clears throat> players, but they have a history in terms of mentally when it comes from the outside, when it comes to the media, not standing up to the likes that we've seen Tatum and Jalen Brown and Smart do last year, how they turned it around. Now, if Ime can have his assortment of players, because I agree, I think eventually you have to blow this up. If you could have that roster pre, even pre KD, pre Kyrie, with those guys who we know would buy in, and sure, they're not the superstar level, but Ime could get the best out of all of those guys. So I think Ime seems like a quick fix for the Nets. They say he's easily the best head coach available. Let's go and get him. He'll figure it out. But with this assortment they have right now, they're relying too much on Ime and not the players and holding them accountable, especially Ben Simmons is hurt now. Even when he's on the court, he's been an absolute mess. Kyrie, we haven't really even spoke about him, all his drama he's got going on. Right. It was very easy. The media made it as easy as possible for Kyrie to come out and say, I'm completely against yep. any sort of Jewish hate, anti-Semitism. Did they make it as easy? They said, Kyrie, can you just say you're against it? Three instances. And he said, and I think, Kyrie said, I, if I know where I'm from, how can I hate Jewish people? Why can't you just say I'm against well, he didn't it? I say that. against he, it. He said, if if I know where I'm from, how can I be anti-Semitic? There's different definitions Sorry. to Semitism. And the, the correct response there is just say, like, no, like, uh, you know, I apologize for what I said. Instead, it's like, if I say something disrespectful to you and you get mad mm-hmm. and you want me to apologize, I'm like, listen, I'm sorry it hurt you. That's it. That's what Kyrie said. He said, I'm sorry it hurt you. He didn't say, I apologize for what I said. He just said, I'm sorry it hurt you. And then but to just double down. Direct apology. And, and, yeah, exactly. And then, to, and, and then to double down. And, you know, where were you when the three, my 300 million ancestors? I'm thinking, oh, my God, Irv. Take the shovel out You're of not- his hand. Take the shovel out of his hand because this hole is getting deeper and deeper. Who is this guy's crazy. representative? Who is his crazy. representative? Because this is He's getting worse and worse and worse. And, and so to your point, OG, uh, the Nets also traded a first round pick to Portland for Gerald Wallace, and that turned into David. Didn't they trade one for Royce O'Neal too? Yep. Facts. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so wait. So um so so just a quick quick uh so Joel, you're off the Nets. Like Oh, I've been off them for like in... I've been off them. Yeah, a week. Done. No, a week. A week. A week. Okay. That's a week? All I needed to see. A week. <laughs> Okay, okay. I just wanted to make okay. that because you were very, very adamant. Oh, this is the worry. Yeah, so. Very hey, listen, adamant. Hey, listen, off season, sometimes you get bored. You got to come up with some thoughts. <laughs> 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 
See, Red, don't overthink the offseason, man. Because see, Red, you see teams like sorry, OG, to cut you off real quick. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but look at the teams that were noisy this offseason. The Nets were noisy. The Warriors with Jordan Poole and Draymond, they've been noisy. They got off to a slow start. And you look at a team like the Cavs, who went and got a superstar in Donovan Mitchell, they've been quiet. They look pretty good. Milwaukee doing their thing, best team in the league. Celtics have had, you know, a little bit of issues here and there, but overall, it kind of looks like how the Celtics offseason was. It was good. All of a sudden it got a little bumpy. The Celtics, you know, they're all right right now, but they're not dominating. So a lot of the things we see in the offseason where we're like, ah, they'll figure it out in the regular season. Sometimes it doesn't come true. We see that with the Nets so far early. We see at the Warriors so Relax. far early. Hey, now listen, there's a, a bunch of time to turn around. But Relax. no, Joel, I'm hoping the, the Joel, thing... I'm hoping as a person you could we could learn from oh, this, move on, <laughs> see that Celtics versus Nets was always a bunch of nonsense because I tried telling you it was nonsense, but I'm happy that's listen, where listen, we are today. Listen, the, the, the Nets, the Nets definitely fooled me. They fooled me in back to back years. I was, you know, fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. You know what I'm saying? So Joel, we had this conversation <laughs> Joe, we had this conversation a month ago when you asked me, OG, how you feel about the Clippers and the Nets. And I told you I was out on both of them. I mm -hmm. told you that, and you you still weren't interested because of the one common denominator. I ain't out on the Clips. No, you can't, you can't be. Either. You can't be I'm, out on the I'm Clippers. Not out on them I'm out. Either. The Yo, Nets, I'm out though. OG, OG, but why are we out? out why are we out on the Clippers before we see OG, Kawhi OG really back? Well, we'll, we'll talk, talk about the Clippers in a bit, but just like to hone in on this like Kyrie thing. It's the back and forth that he had with, like, Nick Ferdell in, in the press conference where he was basically asking, like, why did you promote this on your platform? And then Kyrie goes, it's not promotion. I didn't promote anything. I, I think the failure of Kyrie to understand that he has over a million followers on his platform is indeed promoting anything that if he puts out there. Like, I know that we each have, like, a little bit of a following, definitely not millions. We know to be wary of what we post. So for him to kind of be like oblivious to it and post a, a documentary and then just be like, you know, here it is. For one, it's like this movie moved you that much that you had to post about it. And if that's the reason, like why? Because there's so much like information about it on the Internet that goes to show like it's just like false. So it, it, it's just something with Kyrie. And I'm out on the nets because Kyrie's into some drama again. And it just, it just keeps going with him. With the Cavaliers, with, with the Cavaliers, he wanted to be the man. That's why he left Cleveland. He left LeBron. With the Celtics, they were better with relax, him. Relax, relax, relax. That that's that's so. Pete, that's that's, that's not... facts though. Wait, but this is my thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on, Riv. That is such a that is such an easy just thing to gloss over. A lot comes with playing with LeBron James, bro. I love LeBron. He's right. he's excellent, man. Yeah, he, I love I love LeBron James, but we're not going <laughs> to sit up here and pretend that it is not a lot that comes with playing with LeBron James, especially when you were the guy that inherited everything after he fucking left. That was Kyrie. Kyrie was the guy that when LeBron left and did him dirty, they burning the jerseys, taking us. He was the guy who they who came in and the city put all of it on him, and then the, they come back. LeBron went everything. It's a lot that goes with that, man. You can't just say, oh, man, he wanted to be the man. It's a lot that comes with playing with LeBron. I, I guarantee Anthony Davis, 10 years after his career is done, he's probably going to say it. Russell Westbrook will tell you that. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, a lot comes with playing with LeBron. Right, you a, can act like it don't. That's a fair point. But I love LeBron as much as anybody. A lot comes with playing yeah, yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, no, no doubt about it that. It just sounds – it we, sounds – yeah. go, go ahead, Drew. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead, OG. That's fine. Well – 
it, it there is a lot that comes with playing with James. But two things can be two things can be fact. Kyrie wanted to be the man. That's why he left him. It wasn't because it, it wasn't because it was just that it was just that difficult to play with him. In fact, he wasn't one hundred percent on board with bringing James back when James came back mm-hmm. to Cleveland. He wasn't really down with that. It, when in reality, he needed him. He needed him to become the player that he became. Now, I will say this, considering where where Kyrie Irving is right now, I don't know what this thing is going to look like in a month. I don't know what this thing is going to look like in six months. But I think Sean Marks is over him. I think he was over him last year. I think that he wants nothing else to do with Kyrie. If he could rip Kyrie's contract up today, he would do it. <laughs> but he can't. And, and that, that's the problem where we are right now. And the fact that Kyrie Irving is such a phenomenal basketball player that's another problem because if Kyrie Irving was just good, I think this thing would be, would have been over. There's no yes, doubt. yes. And, and um, you made a fair point, Pierre. But I also want to say that Kyrie's going to look back on his career and say the best part of my career was playing with LeBron. He already said it. Like that, that's sure. it's it, the best part of his career was playing with LeBron, and it's just he left. I think that's vice versa. I think the best part of LeBron's career was that moment they had too. You can, you no. can I don't, make I don't, I don't argument, think, Le- I don't Miami, think, I, I don't Miami think. Was, they won two championships. Miami was some, Miami was some, my, yeah, they won two after he got on stage talking about not six, not seven. That was some, they underachieved for them to do what they set the out to do. The reason why. Cleveland, Cleveland down 3-1. I think that's for the hometown in Golden State, the best team ever. Man, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to hear shit no about doubt, Miami Heat. But he got, like, I think just having fun playing basketball. Yeah, Miami, I think he had more fun had in Miami, time. but the singular moment, of course, in Cleveland. But yeah, if you talk about sure. like fun, he had more fun winning with. I D-Bay couldn't tell. He got about that motherfucker quicker than a lot of <laughs> so us I mean, thought. After, yeah, the team was tr- the team was not yeah, what anyone Dwayne expected. Dwayne Wade's knees were cooked. Bosh was underwhelming for the role, and that's the one guy that if you want to talk about playing with LeBron's tough for the role. You- what do you mean underwhelming? Well, when, when, put him uh, in a limited role. Exa- I agree. Uh-oh. Play I'm with you. Uh-oh. I'm not. Lock comes playing with LeBron. Lock comes playing with LeBron. If y'all would let, me finish, would let me finish, I appreciate it. Nine guy in a third string role. Yeah, he gonna look underwhelming. So as I was, how much under, how, how how underwhelming though, Drew? I mean, I'm sorry, Drew, to interrupt you, but Riv, how overwhelmed? How I don't think he was. I don't think he. Was, I think in his role, first of all, he got better defensively. Way better. Okay. Way better. But offensively, of course, his role isn't going to be the 22, 23, 24 right. guy. So as, well as I was saying, Riv, as I was going to say, if there's anyone that you could look at and say they took a hit with playing with LeBron to further peace point, which is what I was going to give credit for, was you can look at Chris <laughs> Bosh. You can look at a Kevin Love, the third guys mm-hmm. on the team, for sure. But yep. they were underwhelming. Dwayne Wade was amazing against Dallas. He was amazing against OKC. After those two years, Dwayne Wade was not who LeBron was expecting to play with. So, of course... I, that don't make me feel bad. Not, they signed up to do that. And I'm not disagreeing I mean, with you. I'm just saying, you want to talk about it. He got up, up out of there fast. When you, there was when you sign with three... When you go for a three-headed monster, well, you only I mean, got 10% yeah. left of a salary cap to fill out your roster, well, so you got to play with Carlos hey, Arroyo. They, went to, they went to four. They would have three-peated if LeBron didn't choke against Dallas. No so doubt. They would have cleaned three. I'm with you. He so did. He did. But he had to learn from that. because they, they fell off. We need, he, he, he didn't show th- up the first time. You know what? I understand where you're coming from, but as a LeBron fan, he needed that. Low-key, he needed 2011 to be the player he is today. I agree, Drew. I agree, Drew. Do you guys I agree. not think that Chris Bosh was perfect in his role, though, in Miami? I do He think grew that. to it. He grew to it, and 100%, yes, he was amazing with the role that he was given. But you've seen when LeBron left. 
Bosch got back to that vibe. Yes, he did. And they were in Miami was nice when they was healthy. <laughs> yep. When yes. Bosch and Wade yes. was running the had, show, had not, Miami was nice. Had, and if, if Bosch didn't get hurt, they would have seen Cleveland in the ECF. That, that was going been on. Dog that that would have been going on. No so question I, about that. Let's not act like Bosch. When when LeBron left, Bosh got back to his bag. Well, I'm with you. He's probably one. He went to a different role. He was in a different role. He went back. He definitely was in a different role. I mean, we're talking about a dude who in game seven. In the 2013 NBA Finals, he's how many points he had? Zero. He gave you a donut in Game Seven. Now, if, if I would have told you that Chris Bosh was going to score zero points in Game Seven of the NBA and they Finals, would, like, and they would win, and they and they, win. And they right. win, and they win, right? That's, like, that's probably like plus fifty thousand on fans. Right. right. Like, there's no way. There's, there's, there's no way. There's no way that you're going with that. But when I think about Irv and I think about his situation in Brooklyn, this is the part, and and maybe P, where you can agree with this, but. The business of basketball sucks. I hate it. But in order in, in order to talk basketball with people like you, I have to understand the business of basketball. I can't I – I need to understand trades. I need to understand contracts. I need to understand the collective bargaining agreement. And I also need to understand the outside business of basketball. So when I talk about the fact that over, the, over 330 million people live in America, 2.5% of that is Jewish population. But in Brooklyn, 2.1 million people live in Brooklyn. 22% of the population is Jewish. Now, when you have a, a prominent business like the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn with that kind of population, there's a certain way that you have to conduct yourself. And when you say something out of line like what he said, even if you're right, there's a way that you have to handle yourself because it looks so bad overall for the business. And I'm Correct. not really sure if Brooklyn can hold on to Kyrie Irving. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think they can. I don't oh, think they can. Um, and I don't think he should want them to. I think this is like Steve Nash. I think this should, this should be mutual. Um, same thing with Kevin Durant. It don't always have to be messy drama. But when some, when something don't work, you just part ways. And I think they had a good chance this last offseason when everything was happening to just wash their hands. But like you said, you have to understand the business and you don't want to let nobody, quote unquote, go for free, which was right. their mindset of, hey, if Kyrie opt out, if we force his hand to opt out, we'll let him go for free. And um, why is that? Yeah, why, Kyrie. I don't understand why is that? Why is it that we can't just go, you know what? This isn't working. You know what? You take care. This is what we're going to do. As opposed to ego. <sighs> it's pride. It's because of, it's it's pride because and, of ego, and because of pride. And it's, it's, be, it's also because of it's us. It's because of us, too. We are, the, we are the NBA media. We're going to talk about it. I'm, I'm up here saying, but I'm contradicting myself. If they would have let him go for nothing, I probably would have judged them. Hey, they just let Kyrie go for nothing. It's us as well. Even though Danny um, did the same thing. He walked out, walked out the front door. And Danny Ainge was like, bye. Yeah, no, Danny Ainge did the same <laughs> thing. See you later. Um, yeah, the Kyrie Irving situation, I think it's just it's just super complex because he was wrong for sure. And I, I'm in agreement with everybody. Um, when you feel like you've done something wrong, even let's just say the Jewish population isn't that high, OG, even if it was a way smaller percentage than what it is in Brooklyn. The moment you figure out you potentially have done something wrong, it takes nothing to apologize and get it over with. We wouldn't be pro probably talking about this if once he felt the reaction as soon as he posted that, 100%. he was like, oh, yo, that was not my plan. I accidentally did that. I did not mean no harm. Everything he put in that, that last apology on the post, if he did that immediately, we're not here talking. He's still – the Kyrie 8 is about to drop. The Nets probably – 
just won two games in a row. I don't no know. Well, the first no thing that you have to do is you have to yeah, no suspension. Be, if you're gonna say something like that, or you want to say something to that effect, you can't be ignorant about it, right? If, if I got a point and I got a stance, at least I'm mm-hmm. gonna stand on it. I mean, we're talking about months ago when I said something, somebody said something, and I was like, Well, that's not ridiculous to say that. Oh, OG, you don't think Kobe Bryant's a top five Laker? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get to the bottom of this. No, I did not say that. No, I did not say that. What I said was it's not ridiculous to say that. I think he's that. And I had to go clean that up immediately. Because I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say that. So let me, let's get to the bottom of that. I didn't double down and go, well, I can probably tell you 10 guys that are better than him. Whoa, uh -uh, I'm not going to do that. Especially if I don't agree with it. Add that to the fact that I'm not ignorant about it because I was around when Kobe Bryant was playing. I was around when Magic and Jabal were playing. So I can speak on it as opposed to, I don't really know much about this. And I'm just going to double down on it and go, well, not only was it not ridiculous to say that, I can probably name seven or eight guys that are better than him. No, no way. The one thing about this situation, my fault, (laughs) Joe, is that it's like the problem with Kyrie and why he's been going through everything he's been going through because he's like all of us. All of us are trying to figure out who we are and where we're from. But he's doing it with the million-plus follower platform like Joel was speaking about. And in the midst of that, he did what we all do. He stumbled upon some false information. Mm-hmm. And I feel like him and his pride mixed with the way that the media reacts because anytime somebody messes up, the media gets on this high horse like they're just above every fucking body, which is mind-blowing. If I mess up and any of y'all see it, I would hope if y'all reached out to me to help me correct it, y'all would do that and not go out y'all way to be calling me a, de- a jackass, an idiot. When some when you when you approach people that way, it's hard to get the message through. So I think the t- the chances they gave Kyrie to apologize, his guard was up and he was super defensive because Shaq and Chuck is on inside the NBA, who are, they calling me idiots. The you know uh, the New York Times, I'm a jacket. It's just so much going on. So human nature, your guard go up. That's not to make an excuse for Kyrie because, like I said, initially, as soon as you find out you offended anybody clean that up like og said because you just don't even want that out there i don't give i don't give a damn if it's your own people if i felt that i had offended my own kind let alone anybody else i'm apologizing i'm cleaning that up immediately because i genuinely i don't know Kyrie personally but i genuinely from what i've seen ever since he was playing um at saint pat's or whatever um in high school he's never been like the guy that i think is ill intent in what he's doing and over the last few years it's clear this dude has been doing some soul searching. It's just clear as hell. Whether you agree with it, whether you think it's been wacky or whatever, he's clearly doing some soul searching within himself. And I think we all go through some type of phase. It's just that he slipped upon some false information. I wish we had a little bit more empathy to help him see out of the bat that it was like it was wrong. But, you know, he had his opportunities and, you know, I, I, don't, I don't feel bad for him in that stance, but I know it got to be hard to try to Pete, figure out who you are and where you're from, I, I, especially as a minority. I definitely understand where you're coming from, but I feel like there was a sort of empathy when the Nets gave him a couple days before suspending him. Because I'm with Joel. For sure. I think they should have suspended him immediately, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. They gave him a chance to apologize. He was hard-headed. He was too prideful. You guys have been saying that word and it's absolutely perfect. Pride Let me not cut you off, Drew. Let ahead. me not cut you off. My girlfriend has a daughter. And I tell my girlfriend all the time. 
no matter how much we love her, we got to jump on it. So the Nets, you don't give nobody no space. If my child mess ups, as much as it's going to hurt me, I got to get on. I'm not saying I got to whoop their ass or harm them, yep, but we yep, got to yep. jump on it. Me moving out the way and saying and not disciplining you only allows you to think it's okay 100%. or that it's lean. Just like the email thing. I personally have no idea what to think of what's going on because the NBA didn't suspend him, but the Celtics did for a year, and it's been vague details. And now Brooklyn is hiring him. So whenever people ask me to speak on it, I really don't know what's going on because it's, it's all it's, over it's the place. Basically, it's not- Pee-wee, it's, it's, I work in Chicago, and I got suspended from the post office in Chicago, but I could go work in, uh, let's say, what's 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 the next town over? Yeah, you can go to New York, whatever. Same thing. Yeah, I understand what, what you're what's saying. The next ta- what's the next town over in Chicago? Uh, River, something like that. I can go work at the post sure, office. Sure, Park. Go work at High Park. Work at High, yeah. I can go work at Highland Park. I can go work at the post office there. I'm not suspended from working in the post office at all. I just can't work there. That's all that is. But then, yeah. But then, when we had when we started the conversation, I can't remember who somebody said it'd be a bad look for Brooklyn. So it's like if he if what he did because I all all I really know is he had an affair and then the extra part they're not making clear. It's just a bunch right. of you know you, they want to kind of piece it up yeah. our own selves. Matt Barnes is like when but, y'all find out this information, y'all understand. Yeah, we got people saying that. So it's like if if he did something that that's crazy, wouldn't the NBA come in and suspend them? But then it's like if they don't and the Brooklyn Nets hire him, now it's like, oh, man, we got to look at the Brooklyn Nets a certain way. And it's just so much of just like it's so vague versus and direct. Let's have enough shit going on. That I don't think they need to bring in email. You know what I mean? And I, OG, you made a really good point because I saw the TikTok clip, obviously, of the, the whole Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant situation. And you knew right away to go and clean it up. Now we're talking oh. about a much more sensitive issue, right, with the, within the Jewish community. And Kyrie couldn't go and clean it up. Like, I don't want to sit here and make allegations about Kyrie, but there's obviously, you know, whether that's the people in his circle. Like, I would hope, like you said, P, like, if I screw up, I want you guys to tell me, like, yo, you have to fix that. Or whether it's a maturity issue with him. Because, like, listen, if you think the world is flat, that's one thing. You know, you're you're <laughs> entitled to your own opinion. But when you go and you start, you know, when you start offending other people and not realizing it and not going out of your way to apologize and, and try to make amends. And the owner, too, Joseph Syke, texted him i think two three days like those few days in between where nothing happened Kyrie ignored him Kyrie allegedly mm-hmm. was not answering any texts any calls from him because he wanted him joseph side that is to make amends on his own right they didn't want to force him they didn't want to have to suspend him five games because that's not just a bad look on the nets but that's a bad look on Kyrie. now you're being forced to apologize to take these actions when you as a human as a man should know yourself i screwed up exactly let me and, do this and on there's my no own. there's no fact. doubt that's like and fact. i agree with what you said joe but it's also like Kyrie never kind of dismissed the documentary as false information. He he said, there are some things I agree with in it, and there are some things I don't. Well, what do you agree with in the documentary? Yeah, what exactly what are you supposed to agree you, with? Like, you know, he never clarified But I think that. he made that clear when he said that he wasn't anti-Semitic. He said, he said that. So, I mean, I, I get that what the media want him to answer that. But I feel like, just like if I'm talking to my girl. I don't have to answer every damn question she asks me. If I if I answer this one direct question, that's it. If I say I love you, don't ask me, do I think you're beautiful? That's tied in together. I, I, yes. You know what I'm saying? You know it's she's like, going to get tight if you don't, though. Yeah, exactly. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. But I just feel like sometimes when you answer some shit, I'm answering it. And if somebody keep asking you, like... You ever been in a situation, and I, I know y'all have, because they probably have it on a podcast is, all the all time. You, you ask me the same question, you just rewording it. And I, I just told you no. I yeah. told you yes. no three times already. And now I'm getting 
as a human, I'm getting annoyed yeah. and you pissing me yeah, off, which is thing. the Nick Fredell shit. Yeah. Because that's all Nick Fredell do is ask, even outside of this situation. He asks all him, Kevin Durant, and Ben Simmons, does any fucking thing that could turn into a headline in seven different ways. Yeah, there's no doubt. We, but again, I don't say any of that to excuse Kyrie Irving and what he should have done and was supposed to do. That is not that cannot be excused it, or defended to, to at be all. Honest with you, Joel and and Pee Wee, it sounds to me like, and I've I, I've seen this movie before. They've started the firing process, and the 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 five game suspension minimum. That's basically you're suspended indefinitely, and until we until we figure out how we're going to handle this moving forward. This is what it is. And we're going to put a number on it just to make people understand that, well, there's a possibility that you could come back. But I don't, again, I, I can't reiterate this enough. I don't think Marks wants anything to do with him. I think he wanted off of him this summer. I think that he wanted off of him last year. The fact that prop, the fact that Kyrie Irving is as good as he is as a basketball player doesn't outweigh how problematic he's been. There's no doubt. In- I think before we wrap this up, can we address what Riv asked? Which is? He asked... Could Kyrie? It, will, will Kyrie retire? Is oh, this you it? If, Yo, we heard yeah, I heard you. I asked that twenty five minutes ago. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. Go ahead, guys. I, I think Kyrie Irving. There's a high possibility he does retire, but I think the bigger possibility is that no NBA team wants anything to do with him. I think that's a legit possibility. That's where I'm at with it. Yep. Yep. That's where I'm at. With He's it. gonna be forced to retire, not on his own will, but yeah, there's man. no other team. Yo, that, it's yeah. it's crazy because I was just playing 2K the other day and he got he retired year one. Right after. Right after the NBA season, he dead retired. It's a it's that just makes... a it's a toxic situation, Riv. And there are teams, prime example, like Joel just mentioned with 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 Yudoka, there are teams that are willing to bring on certain nonsense. When you're talking about stuff that are that's anti-Semitic, when you're talking about things that are homophobic, yeah. when you talk, that's a difficult label to carry when you bring in a guy, right? And not only bring in a guy, last I checked, Pee Wee, Kyrie Irving is not a good player. Kyrie Irving is one of the best players in the league, which means that if you bring him in, he's going to be the face of your team. So if he's going to be the face of your team, this is what you're saying your team represents. Now, do I really want to be associated with that? As of right now, I don't think that there's a team that really wants to be a part of it. And whether Especially it's, in a big market like Brooklyn, too. And whether it's fair it's or not, the labels on Kyrie right now, flat earther, anti-vaxxer, anti-Semitic. That's a strikeout. Hey, Joel. Jo- I mean, Joel. Yo, you lucky we got Jalen Brunson because the Knicks, if we didn't have him, we would have <laughs> took Kyrie out with all those claims on his name. The Knicks would have been like, come on. Come on. We, we, we'll, we'll try it. So I think we could put a little time <laughs> on this segment. <laughs> There was a lot of talk about within this Kyrie Irving situation. Before we go on to the next topic, uh, let's wind down a little bit. Now, Boom Fantasy is a proud sponsor of our show, and we're glad we had them on the show as a sponsor. And this week, I've been playing a lot, and I've been losing by, like, just one leg. But I have some plays here, and you guys let me know uh, what you guys think about this. So today, NBA action is going on. By the time this podcast is recorded, these will be done. Who has more points tonight, Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr.? Ooh. Michael Michael Porter been cooking lately. I actually don't know who they who play. Who do they play? Oh, I'm about God. to check. Jesus I'm Christ, sorry, bro. bro. I just I wasn't. You know. I'm checking. I got you, bro. I'm gonna take MPJ though. He's been a sniper. He has year. been, bro. And I'm gonna be honest. Being six, they play the Spurs. They play the Spurs. Anybody. Oh yeah, he's he's six eleven. He shoots over anybody. He takes the same shots no matter who's in front of him. And he's a sniper. I'm about to say. So I'm a, and Jamal Jamal still he, he he's still getting it back. 
So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go MPJ. I think MPJ has a big night. Too. Exactly what Riv said. Jamal is still finding his bearings. MPJ has been hitting his shots. The three balls been falling. I'm going MPJ. Stop copying me. Uh-huh. MPJ, no doubt. <laughs> I'm actually going yeah. with Jamal Murray because I think. Devin Vassell. Because no, we Devin all went with MPJ. That's why you're Devin doing that. Devin Vassell's lockup. Let's be honest. Paul George was cooking his ass. Devin Vassell was cooking back. <laughs> Devin Vassell's like that. Yeah, we I know, know that. Putting that boy we in a blender that. sauce. He could have been a Nick, man. But Obi's been playing well, so I'm not going to be too well, mad. Yo, I was about to say, thank God PG been cooking, too, because he started. E. More rebounds. Hey, bro, I, I had a phone call with him. Oh, nice. my gosh. Relax. <laughs> hey, Relax. He started off bad, but now he's back. That's all I'm saying. I FaceTimed him. I told him, yo, bro, listen. The, the media talking shit. My friends is talking shit. Lock <laughs> in, bro. I need you. I need, you. I need I you. I told him the same thing. I was at opening night at the Staples against the Lakers, and I, I told him, hey, man, don't ever have me sit sit right sit, here. Sit through some that, bullshit. That, that sit, sit through some bullshit. So for this three-leg parlay, so for this three-leg parlay, I got three categories. More points, more rebounds, more points, rebounds, plus assists combined. We did the more points. Now on to rebounds. Alperin Shengun or Carl Anthony Towns. The Rockets are facing the Timberwolves tonight. Rudy Gobert is not playing. Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Cat for show. It should be Cat easily. I think so as well. It should be. Oh, uh. <laughs> and now more points, rebounds, and assists combined. Kevin Porter Jr. or Anthony Edwards. Kevin Porter. I was about to say KBJ be stuffing the stat sheets. I'm gonna be a contrarian here, Anthony Edwards. I'm hoping for a big game from Ant Man. I'm hoping, but I, I do yeah, he's been like up and KPJ down. Jay can, can take this. You just need a big game from the. They took away his superpowers, man. That's they fault. One seed, one seed and because one seed most of these games are gonna be done by the time that this <laughs> podcast is out. Last week, or I think t- on Tuesday show, Riv and I did a Thursday night football parlay, which hit the Davis Mills, Hurts, and oh. Miles Sanders one. Shout to you guys. So this is for football. I have some for the Rams and Buccaneers game. Matthew Stafford over under 35 and a half passing attempts. They run, yeah. 35, that's a lot. Um, 35 is a ton, but honestly, that offer. Give me the over. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, God, I don't feel great. I'm going under. I'll, for who again? For Matthew Stafford. Versus the Buccaneers. Over or under what? 35 and a half passing attempts. I'm going over. But he just got a tip. I apologize. Over. Yeah, I'm, I'm going over. over. The run defense is good. Yeah, off the sole fact that the Rams can't run the ball right now. And yeah. Tom Brady over under 274 and a half passing yards. That boy cook product, but. <laughs> under. Before, before I'm going to go over. That, remember, remember who's on that defensive line. Remember who's on that I, that, defensive that's a, line. That's all I'm thinking. And not only remember who's on that defensive line, remember that Tom Brady is consistently under attack. All year long. That's facts. I'm going to go over, though. Nah. Under. I'm going to go under. I think it's a matter of time until they start to to get it together. I mean, it's got to be. Is that bias or no? (laughs) That is so bias. It's hope. It's hope. (laughs) No, it's hope. (laughs) It's hope. I'm going the over just for the fact of volume. That's it. Just volume. I think off of volume, he'll get it. Leonard Fournette over under 45 and a half rushing yards. Over. Over for sure. Over. Lenny's over. been in his bag, and they've relied on him a ton. Over. I'm going under on this. He's been underwhelming for me in fantasy. 40, 45? 45 <laughs> is nothing. Aaron Donald, him alone, can, can stop Fair. an entire team's run plan. 
And last Fair one, enough. Chris Godwin over under 65 and a half receiving yards. This is another one. I, I got to have hope for it. I'm going over. I mean, the attention is going to be on Mike Evans. Godwin has definitely been getting a ton of looks, but it hasn't been for a bunch of chunk yards. I think it's inevitable. It is inevitable that Godwin turns up for a game. We got you, bro. Over. For the same reasoning as Drew, I have Chris Godwin over. And if you bet on three of these, you can win $60. If you place $10, if you put all four of these, you can win $100 off a $10 bet. You can click the Boom Fantasy link in our description down below. And on to the next topic. We talked to- Real quick, Joel, we're also, we're also doing Modern Warfare 2 giveaway. So if you go download Boom, deposit $10 plus, automatically entered in. And by the way, Cody reached out to me, the guy who won our 2K yes. winner. So we got him his 2K code. So uh, Modern Warfare 2 giveaway for anyone who uh, downloads Boom, deposits $10 plus. I'm $10 glad that you mentioned that so people don't think that we're just lying about these giveaways. We actually do it, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> on to the next topic, the Warriors or Clippers. Which team are you more worried about? OG, you said you're out on the Clippers early in the season. I'm, I'm not sure if you're out on the Warriors just yet. What are your thoughts on them? Well, the original topic, we had this conversation a while ago, and I said that if I was out on Brooklyn, I had to be out on the Clippers as well. And the reason why I had the reason why I was out on Brooklyn is because of injury and underperformance. Well, the same logic has been going on with the Clippers over the last couple of years. They've been injured and they've underperformed. And here we are again. A lot of people are getting sucked into the fact that the Clippers have now won their last three games. Just so you know, since they've been playing, the two losses that they've had, I mean, of the games that they've played, they've lost to two playoff teams, both the Suns and both the – who am I thinking about? Pels, Pels. I'm, not, Pels. not only just the Suns and the Pels. And not only did they lose to them, Riff, they got smoked. Okay? No, I'm, I'm here. They, I'm they, they, they got smoked by them. And <laughs> – I watched. I watched both games. I was gonna right. say, didn't they lose back to back to the Thunder also? Which, I, which I was getting to. Not, 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 not only that. I, a lot of this stuff that you see with them is underwhelming. The last three games that they played, they've beaten Houston twice and San Antonio. These, I don't. These teams are not playoff teams. Them losing to Oklahoma City, they got out rebounded by Oklahoma City on the offensive backboard alone, alone, thirty-seven to nineteen on the offensive backboard. So they are very insufficient. Rebound and add that to the fact that when you look at them defensively, they're 25th in the league in steals, which means that you basically can get there's no there's no pressure on the basketball on the wing, right? They're, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, they're at the top of the they're at the bottom of the league in free throw attempts on the defensive end, which means that you guys are fouling a lot, right? They're a middle of the road rebounding team. The Clippers in the regular season may be a top five team. This team is fool's gold. I'm not buying it. Now, OG, I want to piggyback off what you said because you mentioned a lot of stats about the Clippers and how they're mediocre. Right now, the Clippers are third in defensive rating. <laughs> Their offensive rating is one of the worst in the NBA, but they don't have Kawhi Leonard mm -hmm. yet. So I think as Kawhi comes back, that offensive rating go. goes up. There we go. Yep. Last year, I picked the Warriors to win a championship. This year, mm -hmm. to me, they are not repeating. They are not. And I'm worried about the Warriors because – their biggest issue is that they just can't defend right now. And they're fouling. They can't defend without fouling. They gave up 43 mm -hmm. points to the Orlando Magic in the third quarter alone. They commit the most fouls in the NBA, 24 fouls a game. And they mm -hmm. have a James Wiseman problem. I think the, Warrior, the, Roy, the Warriors right now are giving up 35% of, of their rebounds off opponent misses when Wiseman is, in the, is on the court. The Nets are the worst team at that. They're giving up 
on off they're giving up offensive rebounds at a 34.8 percent clip so Wiseman when he's on the court alone for the Warriors is worse than the worst rebounded team in the league in the Nets and they're being outscored by 24 points per 100 possessions when James Wiseman is on the floor and he's fouling more right now than he did in his rookie right. season he is somebody that the Warriors were supposed to count on for interior rim protection and they replaced Otto Porter, Bialica, and Gary Payne II with mm-hmm. Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman for the most mm-hmm. part. I don't think Kaminga's ready. I don't think Moody is ready, even though I think I have the most faith in him being ready. And Wiseman yeah. is not ready. And in order for the Warriors to repeat this season, they need these young players to mature and to step up. And I, quite frankly, don't think that that's going to happen. I think there are plethora of reasons for that. One is just that they're not ready. I don't think they're disciplined enough. It takes a while to get ingrained into this Warriors system. And two, it's the fact that they just won a championship. So I do Mm -hmm. think there is some sense of comfortability within these young players that, oh, my rookie year, I just won a championship. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that hunger in them – is as there as the older players on Warriors are. And for those reasons, I feel like the Warriors are not going to repeat this season. People may say it's just a slow start, but but I do believe their bench and their youth and this combination of vets and youth is uh is alarming and I don't know if they're going to figure it out. Well, to add to your to to compound your point, so James Wiseman, I was trying to figure out why he wasn't playing cuz I'm cuz I'm looking at this unit and I'm thinking to myself He's the big body that they need to rebound. He's the rim runner that they need. So why isn't he playing? And I'm looking at the minutes. In the last five games, this dude has averaged 11 minutes, three points, and two rebounds. He's been completely and utterly ineffective. And the reason why that is, I think James Wiseman is more of a post player than he is fitting into what the Warriors are doing. The Warriors are a run-and-gun team that are perimeter-oriented, and James Wiseman doesn't work in that system. That's why it's not working. Does that mean James Wiseman... James Wiseman can't play. I don't think so. I think that the system that he's in, I don't think this is working for him. Now, I, I think that they can get something back for him if they put him on the market. I think they can get something really good for him. But the reason why they got him is because I still think that they struggle with that Phoenix team. And the reason why they struggle with that Phoenix team is because of DeAndre Ayton. And Wiseman was supposed to be the answer for that. The difference is that he doesn't fit with them offensively. I agree with OG. I think they, they – I was a big believer in them trading him. When they when they first got him and selected him, um, because of that, I I never thought he was gonna fit. Um, you know, it was easy to get blinded when they won the championship and look at the the youth that they had. Like, oh man, they could you know they could be doing something special, winning and developing at the same time. But yeah. before they selected Kaminga and Moody, I was a person that was vouching to take Wiseman and those two picks and try to make a big home run splash any way that you could. Now, obviously, they have financial obligations that they probably would have preferred to have the three young guys on rookie scale contracts developing or whatever. This is the first time in a quote unquote dynasty where they don't have Sean Livingston, Iguodala, Barbosa, Mo Spates, um, Otto Porter, Gary Payton, like guys who are experienced and could come in and know what to do. And I think that they, they more, they mortgaged that to invest in the youth with the Jordan Poole situation. And they expected somebody else to make a Jordan Poole step like he did last year as one of those three and they haven't and none of them in fact besides taking a step they ain't even really playing good basketball and deeper than that nobody on the bench is all five of those guys that start are 
positive plus minus and net rating and everybody on the bench is in the red and the negative is just disgusting. So um, they got to figure some out. I, we do basketball for a living and, and I, I'm going to be honest, man, it's not much that I don't know about that ain't going on or, or that's going on. Yeah. I thought John DeCaminga was hurt. It's just, he was it, getting DMPs, and not, I thought he was not, hurt. It, something, something not work. Something's going on, Pee Wee, because I don't understand why this thing isn't. It, it, it's not materializing with him because the talent is there, the athleticism is there. Is, is it because he's upstairs? He's not getting it. Um, I, something's going on here. Red, I'm listening. What's red, going on, Red? You got your hand? Yeah. Ah, uh, you guys said a lot of good things. A lot of very, <laughs> very, very good things. Um. Um, Joel, you you made a good point about James Wiseman. Um, Pee Wee, you also made a good point about the bench. I want to take it a little step further. The bench is the worst unit in the NBA. It's not just <laughs> James Wiseman. It's Jordan Poole. Exactly. Jordan Poole actually has the worst plus minus on the team. It's actually not yeah, James Jordan Poole's been very, very bad. Alarming. He's been very Jordan bad. Jordan Poole, James Wiseman, Jermichael Green, Jonathan Kaminga, Moses Moody. It's the whole – because the starting five statistically, uh, I don't know what – because they didn't play the other day. They are literally a top three offense and defensive unit in the league. The starting five. So when the they were, yeah, they were court, second behind yeah, Milwaukee at first. Exactly. But they, they were the they number just, one offense in the league. Yeah. So the starting five, there's nothing wrong. As much as Clay's playing bad, Draymond, the defense doesn't look the same. When the starting five plays, it's amazing. It's when well, the it's other because guys Steph Curry coming. has been otherworldly. Yeah, it's, it's but it's like the bench. Like you, you guys got to remember too. None of these guys really, like, they played last year, but they didn't play a lot because, like you said, they had the veterans. They had the older guys with experience. And, you know, this system takes, like, two, three years to understand. Riv, Riv, no. we're not about to do that. No. We're no. not about to do that. No. It's the Warriors, Bob bro. Myers, it's the Warriors. Exactly. Did, did, Bob, did, did Bob Myers not know that when he decided no, to look, go this look, route? Look, look, I'm saying, look, they are. Love to give Bob Myers, Myers his flowers. Everyone loves to say, oh, it's the best GM in he, basketball. You're over there I'm sitting just... there, and you're a Palinka guy. Please. Whoa. This one out. Have <laughs> I ever, have I ever <laughs> vowed for Palinka? It's oh. legend or no, die. Look. I'm saying, like, you got to remember, yeah, I think y'all just rushing the gun. These young guys, this is the first time they're playing together off the bench. We not it's rushing the gun. A, we knew real. we knew this, but the Warriors knew this, too. They are developing and competing not, at the not, same not only that, time. Y'all got to let it. Not only that, Pee Wee. Okay. Wasn't there not a parade in San Francisco last year? They won the chip. Right. So this whole development thing, man, go, 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 tell that, go tell that to New Orleans. Go tell that's that to it. Oklahoma City. We ain't got time for that. Not only do we not have time for that, last I checked, Steph Curry will be 35 years old come March. It don't we matter. Don't have, he has a loss of staff. We don't Curry, have staff. Curry's hand. My him. point is, is that we don't have time for this development logic. It's, you need to hold get on, it. OG, hold on, hold on, hold on. OG, OG, OG. It's November right. 3rd. Absolutely. It's November 3rd. Yep. And when they went, when they walked into the playoffs last year, only eight guys played seventeen more, the seventeen plus minutes. Y'all even have three to play. What, what you mean? We got the starting five. Devin Chencho hasn't even played. That he's a good player when he plays. Then you got Jordan Poole. That's it's not the starting player, five. Right? The starting five's been guy. underwhelming. I don't know where that eighth guy. I, who's the starting five? It's what? Steph Curry. Steph Curry is is taking these numbers and he's lying. elevating. No, Andrew has been hoping. Put some respect. All right, all right, all right, all right. Stop! Come yeah. on, bro. Come on. Like, like, stop! Stop no. sleeping on Wiggins. Stop sleeping on I'm Rudy, not, bro. They Wiggins. Doing, I made a mistake. That's fine, work, bro. 
You made a. This whole may be mistake. the last year we see Draymond in a Warriors jersey. By the way, it's not moving me, bro. Y'all don't it's have not time. moving you. Coming from the guy who said, "Oh, the, 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 we're talking about the Defensive Player of the Year last season." If he never gets hurt, talking about how the impact bro, of, of Draymond Green onto the Warriors. Everything, everything. You right understand now what Draymond means? Draymond has been good this year. Everything is fixable. I don't know what he's talking not, about, Joel. I don't know what he's talking about. It's, but he's Steph, saying Draymond's been bad. I'm not it's saying he's been bad. It's only just been Clay Thompson out of the starter five that's been bad. The defense overall no, has been terrible. I think OG point was, though, y'all are in this for championships. Y'all just won Facts. one. The plan was to come in and do it Facts. again. Y'all not no. here for more victories that'll be talking about, hey, but we developed Three and seven no, is inexcusable. are also not doing it for the regular season. Now you are not doing it for the regular season either. Like, Riffs, it's November. Right? But, this but issue per- sustains months and months and seven. months. Three and seven is crazy. And I saw my team. Not only that, not just three and seven, Pee Wee, three and seven in a night Mayor Western Conference. Don't leave that part out. Yeah. And let's talk about that. Out. It's very important to mention. If, Their defense is the four, second worst in the NBA. Three, Go ahead, P. If y'all was four and three, I'd be like, no problem. I'm going to, you know seven. what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to. if y'all just went on a road trip and we didn't, we didn't win a game. We did not win a game. Let's, let's talk about some of those bad. teams. Charlotte, no oh, Lamelo, Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Detroit Pistons, who just got killed mm-hmm. by. Uh, they just got thrashed. The Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks. No, not even the Bucks. Somebody just killed the Pistons and didn't have two. Was that the Cavs? Did the Cavs just dog? Cavs, it was Cleveland. It was Cleveland. Right, y'all lost to the Mac. 140. Take it easy. Take it easy. Going to take it easy. Stop the magic. And by, 43 <laughs> points in a quarter. By the way, man, by the way, Pete, by the way, keep going, Pete, keep going, Pee Wee. But don't leave out the fact this no, the four, this the fourth I'm, time in a I'm row. This, down. this is the fourth keep time going. in a row that you've lost in Orlando. Just so you know. But keep going, Pee Wee. I'm keep, keep going. Well, yeah, we don't win in Orlando. No, Orlando showing flashes. Orlando showing flashes. Five game losing streak. Last six out of seven have been L's. Y'all can't y'all can't play a game without giving thirty in the first quarter. The only team I, I think that didn't score 30 in the first quarter was the Lakers. And I, the Pistons had 29, but y'all still gave them 37 points in a quarter. Y'all gave the Nuggets 40 points in a quarter. The Kings had – The defense is terrible. Just so you know, Red, this is the first time, this is the first time you guys have lost. You've gone 0-6 on the road. It's the first time yeah, you've done yeah, that yeah. since Steph Curry rook season. It's the, it's the first time now, that that's happened. I just want to put this, a, when he's played the entire season, I just want to put that on your mind. Is this a situation? This is different, man. Is this a situation where the Warriors are trying to have their cake and eat it too? They want to win championships, but they also want to develop, and they want to stack for the That's future. Riv. That's Riv right there. Talk to Riv. That's what they're doing. Talk to Riv. <laughs> that's who that is. That's Riv right like, there. Talk to Riv. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought up the losses. I can't, I can't defend losing to Orlando. They was up eighteen in the third quarter. The bench came in. The game was. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I literally can't. I can't explain the Detroit win. All I can say is they are just trying to compete and develop at the same time. But Steve Kerr knows what he's doing. Steph knows what he's doing. If you want to count them out in November, that is fine. But at the end of April, when they are ready for the playoffs, yep. they're going to be right back in the same position. They're going to be good. I'm the you. same position. The same position. If this was in February and they was doing this shit in February, I'd be like, all right, you might have a problem. what's going on? Okay. But it's better to have these problems early mm-hmm. with these young guys than to have them late. Because if you have them for late for when sure. the playoffs start, then that's what a problem. But for since sure. it's early, there's time to fix. That's all I'm yeah. saying. There's this is my only to argument to that, problem. though, Riv. These ain't small problems. No, they're not. I Jonathan Kaminga is no, getting D N P. That should not that shouldn't be happening, Pee Wee. That should not be no, happening. No, I agree. It's I, an integral part of what they're doing playing. moving forward. That's He should not Jordan be getting D N P. 
Jordan Poole is is the part where it's like, oh yeah, they just like if you if because he's just not making shots right now, he ain't playing with yeah. an offense, he forces shit. That's like fixable. But a dude you trying to rely on in 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 the playoffs is getting DMPs right now. No, oh no, my I god! No, I was listen. told the next Paul George. I, 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 no, who, who, told, you, who, told, who that? told you that? I told you You're lying. You're lying. You're lying. We're take that far off. Your Paul George car removed for the foreseeable future. You even if you didn't say that, you said Jalen Brown. That really ain't that far off. Jalen Brown. That's not that far off. OG, OG and Pee-wee, I need y'all to understand, so y'all know me, bro. If I said something, I ain't going to say it, and I don't care what the backlash is. He's I lying. I didn't say he no damn Paul George, bro. Okay, you bro, said bro. something. I said, said Jalen Brown, bro. Which, and, I don't and, remember. And, 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 OG, OG, hold on. There is a clear gap between Paul George and Jalen Brown. Please put some respect on Paul George there. He is clearly a better basketball player than Jalen Brown. Like, very no much doubt. clearly. Clear, no clearly. Doubt. clear Let's stop gap. Let's, no doubt. Yeah, clear. Like, I clear. see it with my eyes, and it's obvious. Like, no very doubt. clear cut. There's no debate there. But yes, For I sure. said he was a Jalen Brown. I didn't say he wasn't better. I'm, 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 I'm not saying that he ain't better than, than, than Jalen Brown. He is better. However, I mean, what, what, when, I think of, when I when I think of it, <laughs> and the reason why I'm laughing is because I'm thinking about a dude who is supposed to be an integral part of what we do. And but look, 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 all right, so let me, let me tell you why I said Jalen Brown. Why is he not? Let me tell you let me, why, let me tell you you why I said Jalen Brown. 18 minutes, six minutes, <laughs> DMP, DMP. Like, we're trying to win it again. I'm, listen, I said Jalen Brown because if you remember Jalen Brown coming out of college, he was a raw athlete, had a little bit of skills to him. They were, they were, they had, they were the same athletes coming out of college. So you saw the same type of struggles. Right. And I thought, okay, Jalen Brown in Boston, you see him got better. Right. I look at Kaminga and Golden State, I'm like, I can see him being a Jalen Brown type player. All I right. see him getting to that level okay. in the right, right system. That's but I, I'm not know, mad at that. Yeah, that's, that's why. I, George one, though. I am mad at that. I didn't he definitely did. You definitely did. You definitely did. Hey, Drew. Hey, Drew. Did he say Paul George yes or no? Yes. That's so crazy. Joe, Joe. Did he say Paul George? 1,000%. A thousand percent. He has told me Paul George. Can you own it, Riv? I did not see Riv. Because when Kaminga wasn't playing, when Kaminga has been playing, I'm like, yo, Riv, like, you know, like, give me a like a game, a style, a comp, whatever it is. He's like Paul George. Like that's gonna be Paul George. Riv, I was like, that's gonna, like he's, that's gonna be that's gonna be Paul George is crazy. Yo, God, on everything I love, you have said that. To yo, Pee Wee, that's crazy how you believe in them. Pee, that's so crazy to me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be real honest. If it was just Drew, I'd be like, cool. Joel ain't never told no lie. <laughs> he don't have a crazy. I'm, I'm trying to tell them. <laughs> I'm taking offense. I don't know if it would be offended. Riv, 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 do you remember the conversation, Riv? Yes. Okay, so how did the conversation go? Jonathan Kaminga was in a game. We were talking about he was in a game. He was doing yo, 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 doing dunks and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> he texted me. He said, Riv, what's his comp? I said, yo, Jalen Brown. He can be better than Jalen Brown. That's what I At said. At no point did Paul George's Paul name George. come up. At any point did Paul no. George's name come up. No, no Riv, you're crazy. You're capping no. crazy. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide, but that's crazy. No. So let me ask you a question. So do y'all think, y'all don't think the Warriors is going back to the conference finals? At least that. I, I I watched them against Phoenix, and number one, I don't like that matchup with them in Phoenix. I hate it. I think that them in Phoenix, I, I, I just don't like it. I don't think that 
they defend not just one through five. I don't think that they defend as a unit. And as a unit, you're going to have to defend. Because if you think that you're going to play Steph Curry 35, 40 minutes in the playoffs, if you think you're going to play Draymond 40 minutes in the playoffs, and these guys are going to be as effective both offensively and defensively, it's not going to happen. You're going to need those other guys to defend, and they're not doing it. Okay. So you don't think they're going back to the WCF because of Phoenix? Not just Phoenix. I'm looking at the other. I'm looking at the other team. Memphis is going to get. Be- I think Memphis is a playoff team, but I think that there are other teams mm-hmm. in the in the Western Conference that are going to get better. And I just don't like what I'm seeing from the Warriors right now. And again, and again, Rip, I understand that it's November and these problems, which are huge problems, that can be fixed. They need to get fixed. They don't need to get fixed in two months or three months. They need to get fixed. No, now. That's why I say, like, it, these problems, y'all, y'all are 100% correct. They, they, I think there should be some concern in the locker room. Eyes should be open. They should be woken. It's like, all right, bro, we're 3-7. and seven. We just lost to fucking Orlando. Tighten up. Like, come on. This ain't no joke here. But if you're talking about a team that can fix big problems, it can be Golden State. That's all I'm saying. If there's one team that can fix yeah. those problems, it can be them. Nah, congrats. Nah, Riff, I really want to welcome you into the other side of delusions. As, you know, as a Laker fan, I want to I want to welcome you to that to that part because I've been in your shoes. I've been, you know what? If there's anyone I can trust, no, 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 that's King James. No, no. King James got it. No, 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 welcome. No, 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 I just want to say welcome, no, no, no. bro. That's it. No, no, no. This, this is the difference between what I'm saying and what you're saying is we have a year of Steph actually winning the chip. You walked in last we year. You won in 2020. What are you talking games. about? That you said they're winning 65 Riff, games. Riff, and they fuck last year. He said this year they're contenders because of Bron and AD. He still he said delusional. that a month ago. He said that a month and ago. And Drew, when you when you said, man, I'm I'm fake offended that you said. That's why I said what I said about believing if it was just you who said the Paul George shit. Because look at the type of shit you be saying. <laughs> Bro, but I'm honest. I'm honest. I don't run from that. You know what? I stand on it. I love my Lake show. I love, I love LeBron. Tom, it is what to, it to, is. To quickly speak on... My Clippers, because that's also one of my. Oh Clippers. my gosh, this man got nine teams. My Clippers, that's also. One you of have my no dignity, speaking. bro. Nine, nine is too little. Zero. Nine is way too little. He's got fourteen Zero. teams. None. It's not nine. To, um, to, to see, at least OG's real. He's like no teams, just players. For, yeah, how you keep up with all these like, damn come on. teams, man? Hey, hey, I really watch all these teams. It's so crazy. I really do watch all these teams. But to, just really? to talk about my Clippers real quick, they have an offensive <laughs> problem. Stop they have a rebounding my problem. Clippers, but they're still five and three. Five and four. Um, OG, I, five and four, pardon me. OG, I do have the, your receipt of you saying you're out on them, so I don't want you to jump on the ship I'm out. when the Clippers and the Warriors I'm out. see each other in the WCF. <laughs> I'm out. But um, it just you, we have to see when Kawhi gets back. That's all. We're talking about my other team later, so I can't wait for that. That's the the, uh, the Warriors I, got struggles for sure, and but you know you think they're going to fix them. And I guess the, there's a human track record of them doing it. I'm not on the Warriors ship this year. Last year I was on it with you. This year I'm not. I, I am concerned about them. No, I don't. I don't want you with me. I want to get against. Bro, you ain't never just tried to slide in the fact that you're a Cavs fan. I just had to look at the topic list, and you said we're gonna get to my my other team last. <laughs> Are you serious right now? He I'm needs help. Do your thing. Capital S, small L, small U, small T. This dude right here. Small small you, small oh. team. This dude right here <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even denying it. It ain't like it's a situation where he's nah, denying. He, he ain't even it. denying it. I'm like absolutely. OG, I'm, I'm available OG, for I'm everybody. Me. That's it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be me regardless. But people you see my tweet. Two teams in the same division is crazy. That's like that's like being a Red Sox and Yankee. No, you can't. Pee. We, we will fight. 
First of all, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what me, he's doing, though. Let me make this very clear for the for the panel right now. My guy is really trying to. He's trying to clean Kiwi, this up. OG, he really is trying to pick clean a side guy. Let me make this very clear. I've made it. I made it. Do you want me to read it? Do you want me to read it? All right. So you actually, it's not. It's not updated, so you can't. So I'm gonna say it real quickly. Yeah, I have three. It ain't updated. That means added. Peewee, I have three teams in that division. I'm the Bulls, Pistons, Cavs. Why are you, 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 you stopping with the trade? You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we're on his ass. Why are we stopping with them? Yo, y'all two too. Y'all two, come on too. I'm not a Bucks guy. I'm just, I'm personally not a Bucks guy. And I'm not a Pacers guy. It's just not my, not my vibe. And then OKC, we know how I rock with them. The Clippers, the Warriors. Yo, Riff, stop. You're embarrassing. You're embarrassing. You remember this? You remember this? The year that's our year. That that was disgusting. Bro, bro said locking fellas chip year. Two minutes later, repeat year. We did us. That's oh, this is, listen, bro. You everybody has their fandoms. I just got my no. Everybody doesn't have their fandom. I'm a nah. OG, fan can you believe it. this? I get slack for being a LeBron fan. I get called a bandwagon. Then you have guys like Riff who have the audacity to call me out on some shit like that. Here's the trick. Here's the pro- the problem is there is no guy like me. That's why I don't get slack. And I, I don't know if that's something to be proud about. Is that something to be proud about? Riff think he's slick How? because what happens oh, is yeah, yeah. what happens is, is if this team wins, he can say, "Well, I was with them anyway." Of course, yeah. I, 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 I of course. Was Oh my He's got God. half the league to root for. I'll, no, 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 thirty-three percent. He's got thirty-three percent. He's got thirty-three percent of the league. That's I've him. been down with Milwaukee. I've been down with the Warriors. I've been, bro. Oh I'm an OKC fan. They ain't winning, man. You Come look, on. You like the draft expert that's high on everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> no misses. No misses in his scouting. Yo, this dude is nice. This dude is nice. This dude is nice. This dude is nice. I got to remember, I watch college basketball, so I fall in love with the dudes beforehand. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I follow So, you watch college basketball. I love college basketball. Who's your college basketball team or team? Syracuse. No, it's just Syracuse. And? And? No, it's just Syracuse. Are you sure that you ain't a St. John's guy? You sure you ain't a Seton Hall dude, too? You sure you ain't a Louisville guy? You ain't a Villanova guy? You sure? You just, I can't, I you're can't strictly no, sticking no, with I'm the orange. You st- you're strictly Big sticking orange. with the orange. I, I bleed orange. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. In our life, we are faced with challenging situations, problems we're stuck on, or maybe we just aren't feeling too well. It's always better to face these situations with help. And that's where BetterHelp comes in. If you're thinking of therapy, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. I think that's the best feature that BetterHelp offers because when I decided to go into therapy, it was in person. The therapist was at random. I had no idea what I was walking into. But with BetterHelp, you get some security that the person that you'll be matched up with is somebody that is going to help you with problems that you are struggling with. Mental health is more important than ever, and taking care of it is pivotal. You can go to betterhelp.com slash pick a side for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash pick a side for 10% off your first month. Nothing else. Riv is a fan mm. of Isn't that something? College basketball, this is over 100 schools. But he says, NBA. you know what? Basketball, 33%. That's why, Drew, I'll give you credit because although, you know, you root for wherever LeBron goes, you root for LeBron only. And Thank you. the Lakers right now are, are struggling like they always were going to struggle because we knew they're a bad team. But I think the silver lining in it is that Westbrook is on the bench and he's playing well. But LeBron seems to be kind of declining a little bit. 
and declining. I say that modestly because he's still putting up amazing numbers for anybody else in the NBA. But for LeBron, it's not up to his standards. So what are your thoughts on the Lake Show's benching of Westbrook and LeBron's play? Uh, I'm going to talk on Westbrook because it's something that's actually positive. Mm-hmm. Russell on the bench has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's for the fact that he's a ball-dominant guy. He gets in with the second unit. He can take control of the offense. He doesn't have to worry about catering to LeBron, catering to AD. It's just he gets to do what he wants to do, and it's been effective. He's been great in these four games off the bench. Um, to talk about LeBron, I've been upset more so with the response of LeBron not playing to standards because it's, it's, it's always been like this and I, I shouldn't, I should be used to it by now. It's whenever LeBron's on a slide, the Bron haters come out of the woodworks. They wait for it. They, they have been waiting 20 years for LeBron to show anything of sorts to being quote unquote washed. Now. He's been struggling to hit the jumper. That's the biggest thing right now. I look at LeBron and think, if he's hitting, let's not even say 50% of the shots he's missing. Let's go as far as say 30% of the shots he's missing. We're not having this conversation. The jumper has been that bad. He's just simply not hitting. Mid-range, three-point, it's not going. A lot of what Bron's doing right now is he wants to take whatever's easiest. At this point in the season, it's very early. He... It should not be, at at 38 years old, he should not be in a position where his play needs to be the reason why they're winning. Yes, it could be one of the main reasons for sure, but Anthony Davis, which he has been, he's been fantastic so far this season. He needs to be the guy that, that plays at a level that is one of and needs to be the main reason why we're winning games. LeBron's taking whatever's easiest right now, and unfortunately, he's not hitting his jumpers, and that's why it's allowing people to feel like he's washed. He's not being as aggressive taking the bat, the ball to the basket. And when he is, it's easy. It's it's mismatches that he cannot he cannot excuse. He's exploiting them. But if it's hard right now, he's he's cruising. Anybody? And another thing that My bad, Drew. Keep going. Go ahead. That's all right. I thought you were going to All right, what I want and, and another thing, keep going Drew and another thing. We're overanalyzing. Right now he's he's supposedly sick. And I don't want to make this as an excuse. He has not been sick all season. But it's evident that something's off. LeBron's not that. Paul same. George was sick. He's not that same charismatic guy that we see on the court, full of energy, hyping his boys. He seems sluggish. He seems like something slightly off. It's the truth. But I'm not George saying that George that's. Hey man, and I'm glad that he's last all right. Last four now. games, he he was sick. I'm, no, I'm just I'm, saying, last four I'm games. I'm glad that he's all right. Not gonna equate, you are not going to equate Paul George being sick with James being sick. You and, know you're not sick. And, sick. And, what what the hell are we doing? But also, but also, Riv, why why I agree with OG is. And and I hate bringing up LeBron's age because it's it's kind of a disrespect to to hit the sustainability that he's been able to accumulate. And I don't want to use it as an excuse, but LeBron is sick. He's thirty eight years old. You don't have that same drive that you had when you were thirty. You were thirty one. You were twenty four. You were twenty six. It's a different. It's a different. It's a yeah. But 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 Drew, my question, my thing is, and I don't like. I, I, I'm just asking you, LeBron fans specifically. You guys love to play the his longevity is his best trait, right? So if his longevity is his best trait, you guys have been saying he's been in his prime for over fifteen years. You really can't use the age card, when which is why I, which is exactly why I say yeah. this. I don't like because you do guys it. have made it very clear that no matter the age, he is still indeed him. Fine, so fine. Let's look at case, let's look at thirty. Can't use the age card, Riff. Let's let's. I'm fine with that, right? Let's look at last season. Thirty-seven years old, average thirty points. And he did his thing. All right, and this year where it's it's you're very, you're saying how it's early for for Golden State, it is 
10 games of LeBron James not playing oh, to standards, playing. and people are immediately jumping at the neck. LeBron's washed. Oh, no, They're pushing play. narratives. I, I do think he'll, I do think That's my issue. It's they've yeah. They've waited years and years and years for LeBron to look for any stretch of, of games to look not the LeBron James that we're accustomed to, and immediately we're trying to start agendas. It, it, how about we give give LeBron, who's giving us a laundry list of seasons of unbelievable basketball, let's give him a break to be bad for a stretch of games. And he's I don't think that it will. Bad, though, Drew. I will never been, no, and no all doubt. His, and I, I'm trying to no remember doubt. in his career, never. has he been this bad for never. a stretch? We're talking never. about a dude, Joel. He's 5 of 31 on the long ball in the last five games. He's been really bad jump shooting. for 12 in the last two games. He's wide open, too. And by the way, he's wide, wide open. open. 0 for 12 on the long ball. So he's never been this bad for this stretch. Now, do I think James is over? No, I'm not going to go that far. But can he turn, Can he get out of this and turn this around and turn into James from two years ago? Hmm. The, thing, the thing I want to say about this is we can acknowledge that LeBron has been the best player in, the, in NBA history in terms of longevity. And he deserves credit for that while also acknowledging that I think he's declining right now. And even declining for him is 24, 9, and 7, which for That's other players is, is Hall of Fame numbers. And but I understand I what you mean, OG. You're, you're not saying that, that Joel is wrong. You're saying that that's crazy at the fact that he's doing 24, he's doing. 9, and 7. He's insane. But I say he's this insane. to say anybody that thought the Lakers were making the playoffs this year was for one reason only. LeBron's going to be Superman, and he's going to backpack. It's not happening. What about AD? The Lakers... Facts, AD's been phenomenal. It's not happening. Not only does LeBron... Why not, Joel? What, what's, what's your issue with them not making the playoffs? Well... Same guy who had the Kings in them. What? I didn't have the Kings <laughs> making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, that, I had the Kings making the play-in. The play-in. The play-in. Hey, same guy who had the Kings over the Lakers. The Kings are over the Lakers right now in the standings. What are you talking about? And yeah, De'Aaron Fox has been hurt. It's 10 games. It's 10 games. No, but you're acting like it's crazy when they're ahead of them in the standings. What are you talking about? Hold on, Joe. Get back Get back to the playoff Thank logic. You. With, with Thank the you. What, what, what's, Thank what's you. What's going on with, 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 with the playoff logic? Well, for the one, what's their roster on? has always been flawed. Their roster lacks wing mm-hmm. defenders. They lack spacing. They were one of the mm-hmm. worst three-point shooting teams to begin the, begin the season. And now they've kind of Correct. been a little bit hot. But they're going to go back down to earth. They just don't have the players to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate because I think Darvin Ham has done the best with what he's able to do right now. Benching Russell Westbrook was the best thing the, the <coughs> Lakers could have done because now right. Westbrook is not playing on the court with LeBron. They're staggering the minutes. Westbrook runs the show. And we're seeing he's getting back to his numbers. He's averaging 19-6-6 mm-hmm. and six off the bench. That's amazing. LeBron James, since he's been with the Lakers, has missed 30 games every single season. For the most part, he's aging, which means that I don't count on him being durable for 70 plus games this season. And if LeBron is not playing and you're relying on Westbrook and Anthony Davis with a bunch of average players, if that Mm -hmm. to make the playoffs, the playoffs in the Western Conference. This is why I had Mm -hmm. them not making the playoffs before the season. I had the Kings over them in the standings because I think the Kings have a better roster. That's a fact. But not only that, LeBron isn't even what he was last year. So if LeBron isn't Superman and AD is, he's great, all-star level, but he's not the top 10 <laughs> player we expect him to be, this team has no chance to make the playoffs. It's over. They're not, they're not making it. Has AD not been amazing? 
Well, two I knew Drew was he was boiling to say something. <laughs> well, well, AD's been otherworldly. Otherworldly? OG, I told you that DB He's been fantastic. That's what I'm saying. No, his defense. I lost to Parlay because of AD. I was about to get to His defense is go ahead. I look, bro, AD. I needed sorry, OG. I needed two two more points from AD. On a fast break, he smokes a layup. He lost a bag. He smokes a layup. Stop it. Stop it. I'm off that. Stop it. I'm off that. I'm off that. And Austin Reeves cannot see anybody. Austin Reeves is oblivious Anthony Davis. My goodness. Can't see anybody. He threw a dime to Matt Ryan. Look, 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 Drew, you were the person in the offseason that was telling me Austin Reeves was a championship-level starting shooting guard. I don't want to hear it. Jesus Christ! I did yes, not say did. that. <laughs> oh my God! It's a lot of it's a lot of accus- accusations yeah, on this podcast. Was that not a fact though? A he said <laughs> Austin Reeves championship. He said he was a championship contributor. Yes, yes, he did. Rave, what yes. the fuck? Yes, he did. What yes, are you yes, doing? Contributor? he did. Contributor or starter? He said he can contribute on the championship team. Austin fucking Reeves. That's what he said. Yes, in he was going to be a starter. Rave. Rave. Because, wait, 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 because... Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Austin Reeves could contribute to a championship team. But Drew is knew he was starting. Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves is a is very good player? ball player. Yeah. That's my thing. Very and that's exactly... If you to be contributing and starting well, is Drew a different Lakers, conversation. Drew yeah, knew Reeves would be the starting shooting guard of the Lakers. Did <laughs> no, he say starting? Going, no, no. Okay, first, he's, he's okay, first of all, the problem that we're having here is, is, the, is this team built to win a championship? No, they are not. No. Is this not team, right now. is this roster built to make the playoffs? Yes, they are. But here's what has to happen. Their style of play has to change. So we no can't doubt. have the Lakers shooting the ball, the shooting the long ball, 41 times, 38 times, 42 times. You guys aren't built that way. They, they, these guys are the most effective. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, Lonnie Walker, Pat. These guys are the most effective offensively when, number one, their defense creates a lot of their offense. And number two, when they're in the mid-range. Because what the mid-range does is the mid-range expands the defense. And when you get the mid-range going, that means that we get a lot of one-on-one stuff at the basket. Now, when you're shooting the long ball all night, the paint is packed. The the paint is packed. And there's not a lot of stuff going on out there. They're going to let you shoot that all night long. Now, when I look at when I look at Russell Westbrook, I don't think that there's a lead guard. I don't think there's a lead guard, not a, a lead guard on a second unit in the NBA better than him. I don't think that there is. So what happens is, is Darvin Ham takes him and he turns him loose. He has to do that. He has to let Russ turn loose and let Russell Westbrook be Russell Westbrook. He went 26 and nine, 26 and six last night. I'm sorry. On, on, on 26 minutes. So this is the kind of guy that we're looking, that we're looking at and we're looking for on the second unit. He's going to play starter minutes, but their style of play has to change. Their defense has been great. Their rebounding has been, their rebound has been a lot better than average. Anthony Davis, who I honestly believe that at the end of the season, we're going to have a serious conversation about him being the defensive player of the year. We're definitely going to have that. We're definitely going to have that conversation about him being the defense. Can I get my flowers? Oh, about him being the defensive player of the year. No doubt about that. However, this team is not built to win a championship. They have to do this in order to make the playoffs. They have to do this collectively as a unit. That's the only way this thing is going to work. And there is, by the way, very much and and very much like Brooklyn, there is no quick fix here. There is no one trade that you can make. There is no one guy that you can sign in free agency that's going to turn this thing around. What your roster is, this is what it's going to be moving forward. Everything has to go perfect for the Lakers to make the playoffs, and I don't think everything will go perfect. 
That's basically why does it have to go perfect though, Joel? Is what I'm understanding because when I think about it going perfect, I'm sorry if I'm if I'm dominating this thing, but when I when I think about perfect, right, (laughs) I think about everything has to go right. Well, actually, it doesn't. All they got to do is play defense, which is what they've been doing. All they have to do also is play in the mid range, which they which they weren't doing, but the games that they've won, they've been the most effective in. So they don't have to play perfect. All they have to do is do the stuff that they can be good at. And they can make the playoffs. The stuff they're they're good at right now, though, they've been playing at a pretty good level to their standards. They, what do you mean to their standards? They're playing at a good level. <laughs> the youth, the Utah Jazz just just beat them. The Jazz just beat them. Russell Russell Westbrook I, had an amazing game, super efficient game off the bench. Phenomenal. As good as can Westbrook actually, is off OG. the bench, I don't think he's going to continue to be like super efficient all year long. He's going to have. Maybe. Russ is going to have his slumps. Russ is going to have his slumps. Russ, Russell Westbrook is going to have his slumps. Well, he's, well he's, it, it's a fact. Well, 14 well, every night, though? Um, I don't know. <clears throat> no, nah, Westbrook is going to be Westbrook's going to be fond of the bench. My question to OG and everybody pretty much is, you want to, you guys want to, you guys think they should change the offense and change the style of play, but I just feel like when you're so wide open on the three-point line, you got to take those well, shots. Well, here's the thing. That is. Here's the thing when you say that, Riv, when you're so wide open. The reason why the mid-range is so important is because of confidence. So when I start knocking the mid-range down yeah. and I get to the long ball line, the long ball line, the basket looks a lot closer as opposed to when I'm cracking threes yeah, all night and I'm basically hitting the hitting – I can't hit the side of a barn – then it doesn't make a difference. So if I got if I got the mid range going, and then we're going to the basket, now my confidence is up to make more shots, as opposed to I'm coming out right from the door and I'm cracking long balls. And then you wonder why we suck. You know that. Yeah, that's why I wish I could be a GM because of that, the thought process right there that you have, Riv, is a lot of players in the NBA and teams' problems. That prior thing because you're so wide open, you just gotta shoot that motherfucker, and that's no, our game plan. No. It's to let you be wide open to feel like yeah, I have just, to shoot it. Maybe so wide the fuck open, like it will not accept the fact that you leaving me this wide open. So I'm gonna just have to do it. <laughs> I agree with OG. I made a video not that long ago about the Lakers, just saying that they can't blame Russ. And my biggest critique on them was, yeah, how are y'all dead last in three point shooting, but y'all attempt to, at a top ten rate? It, it just don't add up. But I'm going to give them credit because now I got it pulled up. And they're now 20th. They're not ninth in the league no more at, at attempts. And I think they should j- dip it down even more. Mm-hmm. I really don't think the team should be at all close to to 20 as far as attempts. They just can't shoot. Like they that. just can't Modern shoot. NBA, are we counting? Nah. LOL. And, and- – <laughs> LeBron, um, Le- LeBron, Le- listen, no, 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 listen, listen, LeBron hitting jumpers isn't gonna fix this team. Like it's just not, bro. But he's been so bad. He's yeah. He's like the only yeah. reason why there's I'll, optimism around the Lakers mm-hmm. is because they got a lucky win over the Pelicans off a miraculous three point shot by Matt Ryan. That gave the ball to Matt Ryan, bro. This come on. It's a That's my other suggestion for the Lakers. I know everybody raving. They, they had the, the, the defense. It was top three. I mean, it's seventh now as far as defensive rating. Yeah, been good. Why, why not sacrifice a little bit of that to get that offensive rating up, which is Matt Ryan playing more, Austin Reeves playing more. They might not be your greatest defenders as far as athleticism compared to Lonnie Walkers and Troy Brown Jr., but they are the best three-point shooters. Because, listen, the defense win championship shit, that's some bullshit. 
the, the Lakers was on five with the second best defensive rating in the league. It's not when that shit ain't winning your know, games. Sacrifice a little bit of that defense to get the offense to get up a little bit, and you may be somewhere near five hundred and competing for some type well, of playoff spot. Defense, you could try that in November. You could put Matt Ryan out there and see what he gives you. Right, exactly. Because right. it's still early, and if you embrace, because oh, it's still early now. I said that. Listen, I've been saying that it's two or ten games. I'm not saying hey, I'm not going crazy. They don't be listening, man. They don't be listening. Riv is very selective <laughs> hearing at times. Very much. Um, okay. But Pete, I I agree what you're saying in terms of sacrificing defense a bit, but I also don't want the team needs to have a identity, you know, um, a culture and identity, right? And that's what the For Lakers sure. have had. It's been this defensive first. Big credit to Darvin Ham. He talked it up the entire offseason. Everyone had questions. Can it work? Can the defense work with these with these guys? Can, you know, Russ come off the bench in a very limited sample size? He's been fantastic. So while the offense definitely has to get better, I also don't want the Lakers to lose that identity and really lose Darvin Ham's identity too because once sure. that goes, then you're really in hell. If you don't have the defense and now Matt Ryan's not working, LeBron's still – now you're just a complete mess, right? So I think it's definitely a balancing act between finding those shooters who do struggle on the defensive side of the ball yeah. like Matt Ryan but also keeping that that identity that the Lakers have had. And I know – 0-5 oh, is not a good start, especially being one of the best defensive teams in the league. I mean, it literally doesn't get worse than that. Um, but also, <laughs> got to give it some more time, right? Uh, the Lakers maybe even a little bit better than, especially defensively, I was expecting. So I just don't want them to lose that quite early this in the season. I just look at guys that I know are helping them on that side of the basketball and, like, Juan Toscana Anderson, <laughs> 16 minutes. Now, f- no, can't do question it. for this segment. Can't do him. it. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. He should not be playing 16 minutes. No, Drew, Drew, I told you two months ago. He's doo-doo. I told you, yeah. <laughs> I'm only. I'm not saying that to say 16 is a lot. I'm saying that in comparison to Matt Ryan, who's y'all best three-point shooter, he's playing 13 minutes. So, P, would you make a move for a Buddy Heald? I would have did it three days ago. I would have did it three hours ago. I would have did it three months ago. I would have been did that shit. We talking about a word that is so powerful Dude, in life, is... and it's P R I D. Right, I get that part. Pride, pride, I get that pride, part, pride. But the way that this roster is, the way that this roster is put together, you got this team is not built to win a championship. I am not ridiculous to think that a starting two guard in the NBA should be able to knock down a fifteen to eighteen footer regularly. <laughs> I am I nuts to think that. You're not, but that's why you go get Buddy no, Hill. No, you don't need Buddy Hill. You know why? Because I have a starting two guard who started in San Antonio and Lonnie Walker. You are a starter in the NBA. Why can't I expect? I don't you, think he why is. Why can't I expect I you to knock is. down a mid-range jump shot with regularity? As why can't I expect you to knock down a mid-range open jump shot on regular? I don't think he's a starter. Not only oh, not. I'm. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. That, that don't that, listen. That don't mean anything, Drew. You can play well, and I can still think that you're better suited for something else. Like Colin Sexton, everybody was dri- drooling at the mouth because he was doing his thing with Cleveland. I still think his best suit is what they doing with the Jazz. He's a six man. Same thing with Lonnie Walker. If you go out and make that trade and you insert a lineup of Pat Bev, Buddy Hill, LeBron, AD, and Miles Turner, Lonnie Walker is going to be super, super good off that bench, bro. Well, is he not one of the right worst now? Sh- so you make the trade for the Pacers right now. He was probably the worst. He probably was the worst starting. Shooter. So if you had a choice between getting Buddy Hield as your starter or Lonnie Walker, you telling me Drew that you you gotta have Lonnie. So, so what are he, you saying? 
because he's best suited as the role he would have if they got Buddy healed. So wait, Pee Wee. But yeah, two things can be bad. right. Pee Wee. Pee Wee. I didn't say it was bad. And Lonnie Walker would be better suited for the six man role where he can come in and let him loose like like Drew, Russell. Drew, let me ask you this question. I understand. Is Claxton a starting center? Hell no. Has he been good this year? That's what Pee Wee said. Wait, so Pee Wee, Pee Wee and uh and Drew, I got a question yes. for you too, because you guys think um you guys should pull the trigger on the Buddy Hill Miles Turner trade. But if the goal is to win championships, does that move make? No, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. That's why I don't think. Why make that mm-hmm. move? No, it doesn't. Because what else am I going to do? I'm speaking from, like like you said. You want to be a GM, Pee Wee. So I'm speaking. Speak uh-huh. from the GM's perspective. You give up those two draft. Picks well, I hope Riff. I hope Riff. If I was a GM, I hope I wouldn't have had gotten a, an extension if I put this bullshit together. <laughs> oh, no, that's yeah, what but, I would hope. But, yeah, but stuck, we ain't on that right now. You got the extension. You're stuck. Yeah, you should have been fired, but you're here. You're so, so, right, I'm the GM. Mm-hmm. I'm Rob Palenka. Mm-hmm. Chances are, if I'm not going to be in this motherfucker for 2027 <laughs> or 2029. So I'm going to save my job and my ass any chance that I can because that's even what I signed up for when I got LeBron James. Okay. Nobody has had a team with LeBron James, and they're like, we're going to keep our picks because we no, know we right just now. need those picks with LeBron. Right so you signed up for that. Right the, the minute you bring LeBron in, that's what you sign up for. The problem was in all of this, and I hate to say it because I like this guy a lot, but you went out and you got Russell Westbrook. If the Absolutely. Lakers never make that move, it's a lot of this is fixable. Thank you. I for think what Joel, what, what, what Joel said, they're stuck is a fact. They are stuck. They are stuck because of this one move. And I hate to put Russell in that because he's gotten a, a unfair share of the blame. But that move is man, that's such a regrettable move. That's such a regrettable at move. The, at the yes, end of the season, is. at the end of the season, who's higher in the standings? The Kings or Lakers? The Lakers. Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers. I hope. Lake Show. But I do agree with you, though, Joel. Like the the fact that Riv was talking that shit, the Kings is high right now. It's, it's crazy. It's funny. It ain't that big but, of a difference. Riv, but I yeah. think I think your question was close. But I don't think the it's does Buddy heal the milestone to make you championship right now. The Lakers are trying to get into the playoffs. Does it make you a playoff mm-hmm. team? Right? Because no matter there's no move out there the Lakers can make that makes them a championship None. team. But does Buddy Heald and Miles Turner make you a playoff team? Does that get you that's to true. the eight seed instead of the ten seed? Right. I think that's what the Lakers have to be looking for right now because championship is a complete dream at this point. Dells is on his shit this episode. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, everybody <laughs> revol- everything revolves around that big man down low, and it's Anthony Davis. So if he can hold up, they'll be hovering around the playoff picture. But that's dangerous. Then, the expectation is, of Anthony Davis is better no, it's, than it's Anthony a Davis. Scary, it's a scary sight, but as of right now, no, he – he he's been no he's been all right, amazing. And crazy. You you shoot. Drew, you're the type of Laker fan. Why Anthony Davis is the way he is because yeah. y'all don't know how to just keep it a buck. It's like he's been good, but that's what you that's what if if he was amazing the shooting. But if he now, was, but Drew, if he was amazing, the shooting would well, be actually, there. Well, actually, here's the difference. The, the last, I, think I believe it's the last three games that they've played. These how many threes he shot, right? So good. And, and and him him playing in the mid range has made him a lot better and more Good. effective because that opened up the pick and dive with him and Russ and him and James. Definitely yes. it did that. It should be doing. Definitely it did that. However, the the problem that we having and Pee Wee, I can just see it in your face. 
that at any point you were this dude looks to you like a 25 year old car on the freeway that at any point this thing is going to fall apart and once it yeah. falls apart but, we're not going to be able to fix it and we're having conversations about if lebron is declining and it's probably because we're putting more and more mileage on the lebron body when he's supposed to be able to have that's this guy to carry home a lot of the 82 not, game burden this is the problem and og you remember the bubble what 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 was ad like when ad was at the top of his game in the bubble why not because it, it was because of the defense but why because he can stretch he can out stretch and defense. hit that three-pointer right. Right Game now, when they get the Nuggets. Right now, you're in a position where AD over the last two years, statistically, has been one of the worst jump shooters right next to Russell right. Westbrook. He is literally right next and, to him. You have both of them on the court at the same time for the most part. So, the, like the, the notion that uh, AD has been amazing, he's been good defensively. He's always been good defensively. That's been his like that's been his niche. But offensively, what made him so different was the fact that he was a wing in a big body that could stretch out, hit the three ball, go out, hit the mid-range, had the finesse, can go in the post. He can't do half of that shit right now because his body is <laughs> damn why. near broken. That's the problem, which is nuts to me because he's 28 years old. That's yeah. it. He ain't old. Him and the Giannis Lakers right need a, The Lakers number three instead of Russell Westbrook should have been a young fucking hungry person that could just help like oh my gosh Cal Kuzma <laughs> fuck it, I don't know it, it's somebody <laughs> Kyle Kuzma, Brandon one of them motherfuckers they had they just need not even Josh Hart they need somebody that can when literally when you sign James in, tw- in, in the 20 at the beginning of the 2018-19 season when you sign James you sign James to win now and you knew that with James we have a four five year window before this thing goes the other way we knew that because James at 34 years old getting on our crew, there was no way for us to think that this guy is at 38, 39 years old is still going to be our man. Because if that's your if that's your business plan, you're getting fired. No question about that. So they bring in Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis was supposed to be the guy who James was going to play off. In fact, not only was he got th- that guy that James was going to play off, he's going to extend my career. Well, that's not working. Yeah. And the reason why that's not working, because this dude is breaking down. Yeah. And now I got to do more yeah. than what I had to, what I expected to do before he got here. Now, before we go on to our next topic, I know, Pierre, you said that you could only be here for like less than two hours. So I don't know. All right. We cook, cook. Just cook. Then. Just cook. We, 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 we cook. That's my boy for real. Cook up. Talking yeah. about fit. The Timberwolves right now are a team that the Cat and Gobert fit hasn't gone as smoothly as a lot of people thought mm. it would have went. With oh, the floor, twin towers yeah. uh, pairing of the two, they're four and five, eleventh in the Western Conference. Now, OG, you were on the show, and I told you my hot take: it was Timberwolves first seed. And since then, today I woke up in the morning, I watched the Bucks and Wolves game. It wasn't mm-hmm. the only game I watched by then because you know I watched I, I watched the Wolves a lot. I was wrong about them. It's as simple as that. And you know, I don't think I have to wait a quarter or midway through through the season to admit that I'm going to be wrong about this team. Because there's just so many things to be concerned about. Right now, their starters, they have a 96.8 offensive rating, which is dead last in the NBA by a wide margin, almost by seven points, which is horrible. Their their second unit has a better margin than them. Yeah. As a team, they don't play smart. They miss passes, opportunities in transition. And the biggest glaring issue to me I see with them is just a lack of point guard play. D'Angelo Russell is one of the worst starting point guards in the NBA. There's really no other way around it. And 
He's super inconsistent as a jump shooter. He doesn't threaten a defense with drives. He's shooting 27% from three. And he doesn't pace the game. I feel like if the Wolves had a point guard like Ricky Rubio, Trey Jones. Or, or DeJounte no, Murray, maybe. Some, yeah, DeJounte Murray would be excellent. No right? Doubt. Maybe DeJounte. They traded oh, for DeJounte yeah. instead of Cat. Yeah. Maybe they'd be in a completely, instead of maybe don't get me in started. A completely different situation right now. No, no, for sure. Don't get me started. D'Lo is better than DeJounte, I was told. That's exactly what we were told. The whole panel was. With D'Angelo Russell, the Wolves. No, because you know basketball. With the you just called Austin Reeves a championship level shooting guard. I want to hear it from you. See, I really don't want to hear from you. It, <laughs> if you laugh at that, you're believing lies. So that's on you. With yeah. D'Angelo Russell right now, the Wolves are the 18th pace team in the league without their third. 118 offensive rating without D'Lo. 105 offensive rating with him. D'Lo has been like the main glaring issue I see with the Wolves. There's no doubt. But I just like you know with Westbrook and the troubles he has in L.A. He's not the only one to blame in this situation. I think Anthony Edwards hasn't taken that leap. He still over dribbles. He's still an undisciplined player. He turns the ball over way too frequently. But I will say this to Anthony Edwards' defense. Tim Connolly, who's the GM for the Wolves right now, seeing that you have a budding star in Anthony Edwards whose best trait about him is that he's just a freak of nature. He's super built. You want him driving to the basket. They have made it tougher on him to drive to the basket consistently because of the twin towers they have and how much the paint has been clogged. There's a reason why he doesn't have a dunk this season. Part of that is transition play. Another part is that in a half court, he just it, the paint is always clogged and he can't really get into the paint. Cat is lost defensively. And Gobert, as elite as we know he is defensively, offensively, he's been a non-factor. And the Utah Jazz try to limit that by limiting their use of him. Chris Finch has kind of tried to double down and use him more. And we're seeing his efficiency lower as a whole because of that. The bench has been great. And I talked myself into this cat and Gobert pairing. And I talked myself into it very good. My initial <laughs> good reaction to this, this was a tweet. Rudy Gobert is a great player, but Minnesota shot up their depth with this move. Jared Vanderbilt, Patrick Beverly were so important to the culture last season. I'm not the biggest fan. They also lost Malik Beasley and Walker Kessler. We're looking at Vando, Kessler, and um, Pat, no, not Pat Bev, but Vando, Kessler, and Jared Malik Vanderbilt. Beasley. They're, they have all been great depth pieces for the Utah Jazz. Jared Vanderbilt has been a much improved passer. He does every all the little things you want. Walker Kessler in his limited minutes has been fine. And Malik Beasley's just a sharpshooter. Looking back on it, hindsight is twenty twenty, of course, but it would have been better to just keep the core of players they had and then just bank on the development of Anthony Edwards and guys like McDaniels. But instead, they shortened their window, and they expected Anthony Edwards to take this huge leap fast, which I think put pressure on him. And I don't think he's ready to take that type of big-time jump right now. The only fix to this team right now is, I think, fix um, staggering Cat and Gobert's minutes and just getting off a of D'Lo however you can. That's really it. But I think this team is not going to be a contender in the West. They're not going to be one of those top teams. And I think they're going to be one of those play-in bubble teams in the West. Because the problems are real. Yo, you, think kill wow. you kill me. You fucking kill me. You kill me. You kill me. Mr. Flip aside, he knew it. 
That's wow. why every single picture of his was captioned Mr. Flip Aside because he knew he was going to come onto the yeah. show today. Amazing. Caption was fire, by the way. Amazing. Flip Aside was fire. You know, you know, I, wait, I like wait, that wait, because wait, 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 I, I'm actually on. embracing the Mr. Flip Aside. Name. I actually like it because Flip... Because the flip is also like not only on my takes, but like you know, I flip the money too. I'm flipping money, so I like Mr. Flip aside. I say this though, don't laugh at it. I'd rather don't laugh. Be, you're encouraging I'd, I'd rather, this. I'd rather, I'd, I'd the ca- rather. The be, caption was fire, bro. Had I'd a Mustang, be Mr. Flip aside, yeah. than be stubborn and hold my ground in the wolves all season when I know. That's not the case. That is me. So I'd rather say I'd rather admit it. But wrong. you never had to be no. in this position. You be I, going I off believe, the ledge. No, don't get. I'm a very emotional person. I'm a cancer. I'm very emotional. So I, I really I talk. I'm emotional I talk too. I'm a Pisces. Things. I, I stand on it. I believe in it. We are grown But men. the moment I don't believe in it, I got to take it back. And I I don't believe in this Wolves team right now. And frankly, they're not a fun team to watch. Last year. I got up off my seat to watch this team play. I'm like, I want to watch the Wolves. This year, it's not like that. I, I don't feel that way. So, but you don't think, Joel, you don't think, like, like I'm just, you know, being uh, bringing it down to the calm level. You don't think you're just jumping the gun a little bit? Like, you don't think these it's are physical to a degree, guys but it's also, it's also teams in the West that I look at that I'm now bought in on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought Phoenix would drop off, but Phoenix, to me, looks like a team that, this could be their year to capitalize on a weaker Western Conference, just like they did when they made the finals. Based off of 10 the games. The Phoenix Suns look amazing. The Phoenix Suns, yeah, that's In the facts. regular season, like they always that's do. Facts. They always yep. look amazing yep. in the regular it season. It was a bad match. Riff, right why are we talking about Phoenix like they just won in the NBA finals two years yeah. ago? Why are we talking about With the same like core. And they, no, I'm just saying they always look great and in the regular 65, season. So and they won 65 games last Yeah, we and we know they're gonna win 60, okay. 50 games. Okay, oh, you, didn't, like you didn't know, but I'm not a fan. I'm not a. I'm not a fan of Phoenix know either that because you had them as a playing team as well coming into the season. Yes, but I thought that's because of the yes, Robert but Sarver. that's now over. Team, that, you also I know had I did, them as a but I'm team. saying that the but, I, but I'm saying the drama, <laughs> the drama in Phoenix obviously doesn't matter because they're playing great. Aiden is bought in. It like yeah. that's over. But I know I'm. I'm just saying, ten, like in November, ten games. Okay. in, I don't know how that. Bro, y'all had them from, as a playing team, though. That switches from a playing team that they can win a championship. That's a quick what team? Switch. What team right now is like, better that's than what Phoenix? I'm that's a quick... that you can think of. That are playing no the in Bucks, the West that are, that's the playing better than than them. Yeah, in the West. I mean, nobody right now. They're playing the best basketball. That doesn't mean you switch. Well, quickly saying this could be a playing team to no, this team could win. I just Portland, 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 quick, Portland is playing better basketball. I think Phoenix will finish above Minnesota. Yeah, they what they, they just did. beat their they ass did. without they Damian did. or Simon. I think, I think Phoenix will finish above Minnesota. I think Denver's finishing above Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think the Clippers figured out they finish mm-hmm. above Minnesota. Memphis as well. Memphis. I have them over Memphis. Minnesota. I'm, Pelicans. I'm not. Yo, I'm not sleeping on, on the Warriors. The Pelicans are still. They have to prove themselves. They're kind of like Minnesota. They'll finish. Yeah, more, they'll finish they better than the Timberwolves. Sure. They could for sure. <laughs> they will. Would you want to make a bet right now? He's already not. Oh, it's great you mentioned oh, that because oh, he's already oh, going to lose a hundred to me with a bet that we have already. But I'm gonna keep that quiet. Listen, 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 Pee Wee. I've been losing money left and right on Boom Fantasy. My my legs. <laughs> to Drew as well. It's always one. And to Drew. I can't, I can't afford to make more bets right now. Um. So, I like that. Um, I like that. I just named four, about four or five teams, and there are more that I can name. Portland looks amazing right now. I think Chauncey Billups, that's actually my this week in the NBA. Chauncey Billups has done an amazing job with Portland. It's The West is tough. It is. And I think Minnesota, in, in the midst of them trying to figure all this out, teams have already been figuring mm-hmm. themselves out on their identity and how they want to play. So until the Wolves figure it out and it's apparent that, okay, this is the way they're going, 
then I can buy in. But right now, it, it feels like the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves' solution to figuring out their problems is don't play Cat and Gobert together. And that was supposed to be the solution. So issue. now that that's a problem, yeah. what's this team's ceiling really? Another issue also really is, like you mentioned, Anthony Edwards really hasn't been able to be consistently great offensively. You have you mentioned D'Lo perfectly. I mean, he has just been horrible on every in, a, in every aspect. Um, but really, <laughs> the disappointment um, on your but, face. But really, hilarious. what it comes down to, and why I can't be as overreactionary as Joel is being, which I can understand. He was super high on them. They have just been completely disappointing compared to his expectations. I can understand switching a little bit, but to say that they're in that bubble of the plan. Anthony Edwards really hasn't been able to get it going. I believe in Anthony Edwards. I believe in his abilities. Carl Anthony Towns, I believe in his offensive abilities as well. Gobert is still a solid defender. I think once they get into that, once they find their identities offensively and they get back to playing the basketball that they know they can offensively, speaking specifically Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns, I think that they'll be all right. I think that right now we're seeing these two struggle to play at a high level offensively together, and I think that once they do, they'll figure it out. I think, like, I don't know. I think just it's a little, it's still a little too early, especially for a new team. You know, a new team that's trying to fit in a new piece, a major piece like Rudy Gobert. It's still a little too early. Sometimes it could take, you know, two, three months for a team to figure it out. But once they figure it out, they get it going. They could, you know, run the tables. But I'm not saying that it could happen for Minnesota. It could not happen. I just think it's a little too early to jump the gun. But um, I think really what's sure. killing them the most is point guard play. I think when you have two big men like that in cat. And Rudy Gobert, especially, you need a point. I mean, you look at Cleveland on the other side. You look at the point guard play of Garland when when he was out, D. Mitch, and you look how Mobley looks, Allen looks. I think having that consistent point guard, which should have been D'Lo, because we know D'Lo, when he's on his shit, is a good playmaker. He's a streaky shooter, but when he get it going, he get it going. He just hasn't been able to get it going, and that's a problem. You know, I think that's something, especially in the guy who – it's going to be closing your lineups and a guy who's starting for your team. He's one of the big – I think he's just Riff, can in I, general can I add something real quick? man out. You know, Pat I really do want to. I really do want to add this. And I wasn't oh. kidding when I said this before. They should have been the ones to trade for DeJounte Murray. I understand what D'Lo gave you last season in the regular season, but you had to understand that DeJounte Murray was an upgrade. And for what the team needed, he was going to benefit that. But was he was he a good? It would have cost you. Fit, it would have cost you a, less. You would have had a, someone that could facilitate the offense that you could start the off, initiate the offense with, and mm-hmm. I think that you need that, especially with the cost that Gobert came with. You would have got him for two less. Well, you would have got him for reason, two less picks yeah. and less role players that you would have had to give up. Well, yeah, I, I. Do you think the Spurs just wanted to get him out of the West too? Though that's a fair point to like, make. Knows, the, that's know. a fair point. Good point. I. Th- I think when it comes to Josh Murray, know. Minnesota would have been a great landing spot, and they wouldn't have given up their role players for him. The The thing that we're – I feel like when talking about Rudy Gobert, I feel like he gets unfairly criticized sometimes, but some of it is warranted. When you have a player like him, you have to have ultimate spacing on your roster. There is a reason why Utah shifted from being a defensive first team to then saying, we need to go and get Mike Conley to pair up with Donovan Mitchell. We have to – go get Boyan Bogdanovich to space the floor even more. We need Royce O'Neal. Rudy Gobert was surrounded by four sniper shooters. With the Minnesota Timberwolves, D'Lo is not a sniper. 
Edwards is not a sniper. McDaniels is not a sniper. Cat is the only legit floor spacer, but his game is more than just being a floor spacer. Sure. So now, it, there's no you don't have a plethora of spacing to provide a team that has two big men, and I think that's the major problem with Minnesota right now. And, and that's why, to me, it's kind of hard to see a such a sharp turnaround because when you add a player of Rudy Gobert's caliber. Yes, there's a learning curve. With Cleveland, it doesn't seem like there's much there's one at all. Why? Because they got a player to fit exactly what they needed. They needed more guard play. They needed more uh, more creators on the offensive side of the ball. Mitchell was a perfect fit for Cleveland. I don't think that Gobert was a perfect perfect pairing for Minnesota. And the questions about them have been right. I don't think you thought that when it initially happened, about what, though. Did Mitchell you? to Cleveland or Minnesota? No, when when they no, got he, Rudy, you didn't think that was no. a perfect fit. They just made a move because this Minnesota, they have no other they have they have to take advantage when they do have yeah. these type of situations to to acquire a player that's at that level. So they just they jumped the gun, they made it they made an attempt, it didn't work or it's not working and they got to they got to deal with that. I actually did think it, they got to deal with that. Yeah, I thought too. it was a good thing and the reason why I thought it was a good thing is cuz they made that move primarily because of what happened in the playoffs. They got beat up. And they needed some muscle in the middle. They needed a defender. They needed a rebounder. They needed a rim protector. And they didn't have that. Three of the four games that they lost, they were plus 10 in all of those games. And they basically got roughed up. And that's why Memphis beat them. So to bring Rudy in. So let me let me ask you a question then. What does that say about Carlton Towns I was, going I was forward? Absolutely, he I, can't, I was absolutely he, getting to that. Okay, they, okay my I, bad I, I then. Go ahead. Getting to that. So. They got roughed up moving forward. So he was going to be their anchor defensively. And I was thinking about him in the aspect of Dirk and Tyson Chandler. That's what it was going to look like. And he wasn't going to have the responsibility of having to guard the five man, having to guard Joker, having to guard Embiid, having to guard Bam. I don't have to do that anymore because Cat is here. So that means that I can expand myself offensively because Cat, I mean, because Rudy's going to speed the game up because he's going to clean glass. We're going to be able to get out more. But I'm watching him last night, and I don't know if – I know I'm getting a little bit older and my sight is going, but I watched that game last night, Pee Wee, and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. He ain't want nothing to do with – he ain't want nothing to do with Giannis. He didn't want nothing to mm -hmm. do with him. Giannis did whatever he wanted, got whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. And I'm thinking to myself, well, now Cat moves to the four, which is his natural position – when he played that at Kentucky and he was the best at it. So now he's going to play the four now and be back to that guy. Only except he's playing the four and he looks lost. And what I mean when I say lost, I mean, when he's playing the five, the fives don't really switch that much when you, when you, when you're dealing in pick mm -hmm. and rolls and with the four, I'm, I'm switching on the two, I'm switching on the three. He looks like an eighth grader in trigonometry class <laughs> in 11th grade. He looks clueless on defense. I've seen that plenty of times with him. And I'm thinking to myself, how are we going to fix this? Is this coaching? Is this something that we can fix today? Because I honestly saw them watch. I watched them play last night, and I saw a couple of times. Rudy doesn't do anything different than he did in Utah. He's still a rim runner. He's still a pick and dive guy, and he's still effective at that. And it still can work. The problem that we're having is 
I immediately think about Mark Jackson when he played for the Clippers and he was watching the Indiana Pacers when they were losing to the Knicks going, man, I'd love to be the point guard for that team because I can give them what they need. There's a point guard in the NBA right now looking at Minnesota going, man, I'd love to be the one for that unit right there because that's exactly what they need. Because D'Lo is not the distributor that they need and the playmaker that they need. He's not stretching the defense like they need him to. And he's not pointing guys in the direction and being the floor leader that they need. I don't know, man. It's it's. So how do we get back to D'Lo when we just said that all about that about Carney Towns? Because I think he's incapable. The dude, the dude don't move well at all. That's why he can't handle the switch. And his body just is. He just he looks slow. Just watch he how he slow. moves around. He court. Yeah, he, he just and yeah, he, Giannis got whatever he want. I was watching the game and my phone rang and it was my pops and he was like, "Hey, man." Because my pop's not the biggest Giannis guy because he's not skilled and all that shit. I'm, 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 just, I'm old school, man. You got to be able to do it. But he just like, he punking him. Like. He just he punking like he didn't him. want nothing to do with him. And he, yeah, and then he, he fouled him out. Yeah, because he just didn't want to guard him. I love Giannis. No, he old school in the sense that he don't like running and dunking. <laughs> it's unfortunate. An old school, he think, old school he, he think you need would, to have some type of skill. old school guy would love that, man. That's, that's who James Worthy was. Yeah, see, my pops ain't he don't like James Worthy. My pops is the guy who like Michael Jordan, Allen Ivers. He's he like bucket getters who yeah. put the ball in the bucket. You know, Kenny Anderson's yeah, it, it's, crafty it's people. Right, right, right. Chris Jackson, uh, my so mood. We're, so we're we're looking at uh, Minnesota as a possible. I had them as a top five seed before the season started. I'm not ready. To, I, 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 I yeah, well, I think I'm not ready to. Jump yeah, I had the them gun. top. Five. I didn't have a one. I'm not but, ready to jump the gun yet, mm-hmm. but I don't like what I'm seeing early. I don't. Is this something that's fixable without a move? Not without a move, it's the not. Point, the point guard needs to be addressed. D Low yeah. is D Low. D Low is D Low. Is, is, no, like D Low is D Low in the sense of he's not going to change no. his game for no. anybody. Like, like he's gonna. This has been like he's gonna be him. He just so went on Twitter the other day. It was like control, <laughs> control. Yeah, look, look, look. <laughs> so, so it's like in terms of is it fixable? No, because D Low isn't really fixable because he doesn't feel like he needs to be fixed. He's just in the wrong system. That's all that is. So can you get? I'm not mad player? at him. I I, yeah, I feel like, like he's had he the just, worst yeah, luck like, of any he, career I've seen. He's the odd man out, anyways. Out of the, out of those guys, he's the, his contract is up this year. He's on the contract year. He all he already isn't playing well. He probably ain't gonna get an extension. Cat can't keep him there forever. They looking at it like, man, it's like it's over, bro. So it's like, what yeah. can you get from D'Lo in the market? Probably not too much. There's not too many teams that can really fit under D'Lo. So it. They're stuck right now. Just for the and, time being, they're yeah. pretty much stuck. Unfortunate, man. Unfortunate. Because you made this excellent point about how the Rudy Gobert trade stems from primarily the Memphis Grizzlies series. And Tim Connolly saw that series and probably said, Rudy Gobert fixes our problems if we get this guy. But to counter that point, the Timberwolves blew a lead in almost every single game in that series. There's also no alternative... There's an also an alternative thinking when you say, well, if our guys just have more experience in the playoffs, this doesn't happen. So let's just keep it together and not try to make a splash move. They just need experience. Mm-hmm. It was our first time in the playoffs in years. We had one of the longest playoff droughts. Let's just keep this core together. Instead, they tore it apart. And like, it, it, it's a shame because Patrick Beverly was beloved in the locker room and in Minnesota. Jared Vanderbilt was beloved in Minnesota and in the locker room to the point that to the, to the point that when they when they were traded, Minnesota fans got upset that 
the Timberwolves social media team didn't give them their own post as a farewell. That's how much the fans love those players. And I feel like losing them was a big shot because Edwards was extremely close with them. And Patrick Beverly is a guy like a P.J. Tucker, one of those glue guys in a locker room that holds people accountable. And not having that in that locker room right now is, is definitely affecting them. Peewee, you can't fight vets, man. We need vets. I, I don't care what team you want. Yeah, I mean, we need vets. And if we don't have those guys, you do. if we don't have those guys that are going to be able to keep guys in line, we're not going to go far. But I, I think that they I think they thought they were keeping their core together. I think they thought of their core as D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns, and as long as and Jaden McDaniels. And as long as we had them, let's go out and try to make a move. But again, this goes back to the very first topic we had when we talked about skipping steps. The easy thing is what you said. Let's bring it back. We have experience. We'll be better. But in these GMs mind we can get better and skip some steps and accelerate the process because we had the smallest taste of success. And this might come back and bite him because Anthony Edwards definitely in his groove, not having no dunks and not everybody in the world had him as the MIP. He's making the jaw jump MVP. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Yeah. How's yeah. that going? Riv? Is that what you, is that what you're trying to say? Riv? How's, how's that going? Some so, somebody on the panel. I'm not gonna say who. who I'm not it? gonna. I'm not a guy who rats people out. But somebody on the panel <laughs> so here was it? said Ann Edwards was gonna make that John Moran lead and be better than John Moran. That's what somebody. I know you could guess who said it, but somebody on this panel. He's a homer, said bro. That, you know? He's a homer. So, I'm just waiting. Totally I'm waiting for that because John Moran looks better. He oh, looks yeah, better he than what he looked like last John year. John Moran's so crazy. I, I, He's insane. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. He's insane. They decided yeah. not to build it solely around Edwards. It's a shame, you know. Edwards is still. I mean, they kind of did. They kind of did. Do we? Do we not? This do, good. No, they didn't. But does this not like like the lack of spacing? Does this not help for uh, sure Ant become a more consistent jump shooter? No, because this that ain't yeah. what he, he should be wanting to do. But he should be wanting to play his game. Edwards, Anthony Edwards' problem last year was that he settled for jump shots. You are now making that problem an even bigger mm. habit. When he can't consistently drive to the basket. Fair. Okay, okay, okay. It ain't his responsibility to figure out the hole on a team and say, I'm going to be better at that. Uh, Hell no. Nah. Dude, what made you they number one kinda, overall I pick? I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's you, you Anthony have to Edwards. Be, you have to be on some level of the, of the exactly. guy. No That's doubt. a fact. You have there to be are, somewhat of a utility guy. It I mean, just I, be, yo, I, I'm, obviously, I'm you're thinking that's too literal. But at the same time, what they want from you, you should be able to do. You don't get a player and all of a sudden, uh, we yeah. know what you do well, but we gonna we gonna get mean. the opposite and now you gotta be better in what you lack. No. Yeah, you we, want a player to do everything better, but it. damn. Well that if, 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 if we drafted him with the number one pick, okay, we drafted him because what he does, we yep. need that. Now the other stuff, we need to add that later on. Now, what mm-hmm. he doing right now, it looks like he's a he's going away from that. Like, he's, a, he's one of the better transition players in the game. He doesn't look like he plays in transition at all. And the reason why he doesn't play in transition at all is because they don't have a lead guard. And because they have two guys that's you know slowing down. The, yeah, slowing the, down the, 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 the tempo. Big, the, the, big, the big guy problem, I, I don't think the big guys are the problem because when you got big guys running like that, when you got big guys running like that, mm-hmm. you can still have a lead guard who can direct traffic. Cleveland. Prime example would be Cleveland. Would be Cleveland. So hopefully then they could just trade uh, D-Lo and find somebody that can 
Memphis ain't giving up Tyus Jones. The best chance to get Tyus Jones was when he was a free agent. Hey, Brian, that click that you hear, that's me on the other end. I'm a Memphis. I'm the Memphis Grizzlies hanging up the phone on you when you call about Tyus Jones. Don't call me again. Perfect player for Minnesota would have been a guy like Jalen Brunson, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New York would sure. have liked that. That would have been nice. Nah, nah. Did they, they have the cap? No. <laughs> they didn't have the cap. There are three teams in the Western Conference right now that everybody yeah. thought would be bottom dwellers, but they've surprised more than usual. So here's a fun little game. Surprise or decline between the Spurs, Jazz, and OKC. If you if I say if you say surprise, that means that you think they have a legitimate shot at actually being a playing team. If you say decline, you think they're eventually gonna fall back and down to earth. So starting with the best team of the bunch, the Utah Jazz, surprise or decline? Decline. So, OG, I, decline. I feel you. They play I feel you. I'm going to go they decline. They play hard also. to sell. Decline. decline. They, also, they have an assortment of guys, so I feel like just been overlooked or doubted or traded. If you, if you really exactly. believe Laurie's exactly. going to continue this all-star Is Laurie going to – I'm with you. I'm with decline, you. Laurie's going to continue to play at this level. At decline. Also, are they gonna force their hand to decline? Do they do they get to a point where we start seeing more trades? That's what I was going, Pee Wee. That's exactly where I was going with it. This ain't when when we brought these dudes in. This was not the plan. No, (laughs) this was not the plan. Angel upstairs. Somebody got to go. Why the hell are we winning games? Which is actually good. And the reason why it's good is because this is up in these dudes' trade back. Absolutely. Colin Sexton looks a lot better. Markin looks a lot better. He upstairs cooking right now. He up there like, yo, listen, he got to go. No, this ain't the plan. No, I ain't building my unit around Markin and Clarkston and Colin Sexton. No, I'm not building my unit. We top four. We we top four in the West. I don't want to no. go to the playoffs. I don't want to no. win right now. This is not the plan. I'm going to go with surprise. And the only of way course. is to climb. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Why are we so surprised? The only, the only way if it's declined is if Danny Eanes decides to just blow it up. Which but with is this more assortment of players, I think that this is actually a, a good team. And Will Hardy is a very good coach. Laurie Markin and everybody's surprised by what he's done. But I will say this. Laurie oh, Markkinen right now is playing like the player that the Bulls thought they were getting after his second season. When he averaged 18.7 points per game, he was on that trajectory yeah. of 20 and 10 guy. Mm-hmm. But Jim Voylin ruined his hurt. career trajectory, and he kind of lost his confidence. Yeah. But playing in FIBA this past offseason, he's regained that confidence, and he's averaging yeah. 20 and 10 for the Jazz. And I'm, I don't think Laurie Marketing lacked skill. I thought he lacked confidence and opportunity. And now that he has it, he's a really damn good player. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. It's like Arizona yeah, think, Laurie. Arizona he was good Laurie. Yeah, he, he was, was good in Cleveland, He was a role he was player really good in Cleveland. But now he's asked to be the, the lead scorer. I think Jordan Clarkson is a guy that with increased opportunity. I mean, he won sixth man of the year. He oh, no, is taking gone, full control of this opportunity and just being amazing <laughs> in his role. I like the Jazz, and I, I and Joel, I like Joel, and listen, I like gone, Jared Vanderbilt. Jared gone, Vanderbilt. Bro. It's funny because in the off season, we we were having conversations about Jared Vanderbilt, and I told you guys that he's one of those guys that he just wins. Like he's just a winning player. And Drew said this. Drew was like, "Do you think that he's like enough of a winning player to win in Utah?" And I was like, "No, he's not." And Drew pushed back on it and was like, "You don't. I think he is." And 
it, it turns out Drew's right because right. Jared Vanderbilt. I'll take it. Take Jared it. Vanderbilt. I don't, know, I don't remember this conversation, right. but fuck it. I'll take it. Jared, yeah. Vando is so, one of those so, guys. So wait, if they Vando end up winning 30 guys, games. If you put them on a the team, they're going to win five more games than they usually win. He's a winning player. Joel, Joel, do you understand <laughs> that this is not a plan where we're saying, yo, this is wasn't part of the plan, but great. No. This is this is what this wasn't part of the plan. Get this plan out of here. This is worst case what scenario. Are we doing? This, this is worst not case the scenario plan. for the Jazz. Not only was this not the plan, whoever thought this up, get him out of here. No, this is not the plan. This is not, we're not pleasantly surprised about Markin and, and Colin Sexton. No, we're like, what the hell are we doing? I, I, I don't know. I just I love how this team plays. I actually I really dig this team. I like You're this doing team. it again. I like this <laughs> team. You're doing it again, bro. You're, bro, remember, you're, remember bro, before you're doing the season started again. when we you're, talked about the Jazz, and I told you this team can be competitive. And you told me how competitive. I wasn't Garbage. ready to say playing yet. Garbage. But it, it, it <laughs> God damn. Oh, yeah. You know, jo- Joel, you're doing it again, bro. You're getting excited too early. I need you to calm down, please. Because if we come back to this in April and they're at the bottom of the West, they won't finish. I, Riff, he already he out on Minnesota. Well, he he out on Minnesota after two weeks. He had them as the number. Yeah, he had them as the number one seed. He had them as the number one seed in the West. That is so He's crazy. Out after, that is after, crazy. After two and a half yeah, weeks yeah, of the season, he we out. Told him. <laughs> We told Wait, him. He's all over the place. He's just all over the place. You think the Jazz finished fifteenth in the West? What's up? There's no way. Nah, there's no way. There's no way. Here you go. No way. Joel. They they will have a lottery pick. Joel. They will indeed have a lottery pick. Joel, you my boy. I got so much love for you. You be going extreme. (laughs) We going from them not making the playoffs to now they got to be dead last out west. At the bottom of the west. They garbage. I... But I do. Why I they got to be all that? I do think of the tanking four; they're the best out of the out of OKC, Houston, the Spurs, and them. They are the best team. Out, out, out of say one time, OKC, the Spurs, and the, yeah, 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 I like, yeah, I like, yeah, I like yeah. OKC better, yeah. but I, I understand. No, I like the Jazz better. The Jazz got the open open floor with Laurie and Kelly Olynyk. They the have constructed Clarkson. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so just a got lot that of freedom. Guy. So it's like they yeah, got they guy. just got so just, just got I'm, SGA. I'm so the Jazz yeah. also got Malik. He's gonna give you thirty He's like that too. He's like that okay, too. Bro. No, no. You gonna name every nah. San Antonio yeah. Spurs surprise or decline? De- decline. Decline. Any decline. Team, yeah, they decline. The only one they already declined. Could have said surprise to is Utah. <laughs> it's begun. So OKC is 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 declining. Watch this. Decline. Decline. Can you Decline. bank? Listen, shout out. Nothing about what they shout doing. Out to oh, SGA is all right. I was going to say, it, shout it. out to I'll SGA. Shout out to my boy Trey Man, man though. I love me some Trey Man. Y'all shot. Y'all, no, y'all shot. Not the obvious. I respect you for for giving real insider trade. Let's shout out Trey Man. You have SGA playing amazing basketball. You can you count on him? Can you rely on him? That's they new. To say help. Shout out. Wait, wait. Shout out Trey Man. Shout out Aaron Wiggins. Shout Aaron out Aaron Wiggins. Wiggins. Shout out Jeremiah Rupp. Like, shout out all the guys. But I just like with I mean, SGA. SGA is, he keeps them in games, bro. Whenever he's, he's healthy, he just keeps yeah. them so competitive. I don't That's know insane. how he does it, yeah. but he does it, bro. But, uh, nah, decline. I was trolling. I think uh, – I'm out on OKC. I'm SGA deserves credit, but he's carrying them single-handedly. All you have to do is when you're looking at these teams, yeah, look at the Wizards last season. I can't wait for him to be a Nick. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> list of three. He'll, he'll be one eventually, I think, or the Raptors. Joel, what's what size uh, jersey you wear? I'm gonna get us both SGA jerseys when it comes though. to the niggas, bro. Like, thank you. I got you, bro. You think he gonna wear number mm. two still? 
or he gonna wear a 22 like, I like at Kentucky? Two. I like the number two. What about me, Pee Wee? You is not a fucking Nick fan. No, no, no. No, no, he's not. I'm not allowing it. I am not allowing it. No. I ain't heard him say one positive thing about the Knicks. I just watched Cam Reddish. We had, I just watched. Once the Cam the Reddish minutes kick in, I watched. So That's Memphis, really the first game of the year, you was going crazy. Dude. <laughs> I was going crazy. Shout out to Cam. I was going crazy. Now, if SGA go to the Knicks, though, I'm going to, you know. I'm banning it. I'm pulling out my Nick card, and I'm banning it. On to this week in the NBA, but I think before that, we'll start off with SGA, would you rather, because we were on the topic of him. So this is Would You Rather SGA edition. First name up, mm-hmm. the player he was traded for, Paul George. Paul George. Paul George. Still PG. PG. I'm not even answering that question, bro. <laughs> I'm a Paul George fanatic. Only one I can't guy do that. In the MVP to him. race right now. It's SGA. You don't don't start, please. Paul George done it already. He ain't Relax. he ain't thrilled about that. He's done that at, at a full season capacity. Uh, I was gonna say being, being in, a in race. the race. That doesn't excite him no more. He's on a bigger and better Next things, name, man. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, Donovan sure. Mitchell. For sure. Still I'm Donovan. going with Donovan Mitchell. Bradley Beal. Shake Gilgis Alexander. SGA. <laughs> SGA. I'll take SGA. SGA. So, yeah. I'm clearly going with SGA yeah. and I, I Bra- Bradley Beal. <laughs> I saw your he tweet about Beal too. Point per game season. Such Everybody a thought he was this high level all star superstar level player. He I, he fooled a lot of people, but not me. Bro, Bradley Beal is a good basketball He's not what his thirty point per game. Yeah, he's not a scrub. Was. I never, when he thought, when he was scoring 30 points per game, I never I thought he thought was a superstar. I thought he was a 23 point per game scorer in a role where he had to just put up shots. Does Shea have the potential to be a superstar? Anybody who got fooled by that, yes. Anybody who got fooled by a 30 point per game and Bradley Beal and thought, this is the guy, like, you building your franchise around. They they deserve to be looking foolish. Drew, that what you call it? That broke Doc Hart to hand him over. He didn't want to give him no, up, SG, but he had to, SG, he had to give him up no, for Leonard. Yeah, he had to. He had to. No. Get, he that broke his heart to give him. He did not want to give up SGA. Yeah, why you react like that when superstar? When I said that, why you react? How many like superstars that? are there? That's why I ask. Yeah, superstar. It's only like seven to ten at a time in the league normally, but the league is expanding with the talent. But I never seen t- more than seven, eight superstars I'm at once. You. Like superstars. Which is why I ask. He got the potential. He got the potential. SGA is a franchise guard. Yes, he is. I'm with you. No, I'm with you there. Yeah, he got the potential. Franchise players, and you not ever reach superstar potential, which is why I asked the question. I'm gonna go SGA also, but I feel like uh, a little bit of slights being handed towards Bradley Beal. He is a a a complete ball player, but I understand. He is a fine. He is a fine fine basketball. Out of all the great shooting guards and you you got to run me my money for that. Out of all the great shooting guards in the NBA right yeah, now, yeah, I do. I'll take Bradley Beal last. <laughs> out of all the great ones in the NBA. Ooh. That, l- 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 hey. Yeah, I'm taking <laughs> Jalen yeah, Brown over him. Listen, listen to that statement. Listen, ladies. We on it's a stage. That's, I'm talking to some imaginary <laughs> women. Listen, all y'all are 10. All y'all are tens. You the last ten. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> great guards. I'm taking him last. You're still saying he's great. You the best looking yeah. of the bad chicks. Are you taking Levine or are you taking Beal? 
That's what you are. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm taking Levine. Out of all the baddies, you the, you the ugliest one, but you, you still you're pass. The worst, you're the worst looking at a bad. You're the worst looking at a bad chick. That's the craziest backhanded compliment I've ever heard. I'm taking him last. Not all the great shooters. You're the worst looking at all the bad chick. Ooh, Garland. I'm taking Darius Garland go, over SGA. I'm gonna go. Yes, I think Darius Garland oh. gives me mm. Hornet Chris mm. Paul vibes. I got to think. This is hard for me. I think uh, I lean. I don't I, know why this difficult. Give me DG. Give me DG. Give me. No, nah, this is difficult for me because you know, I'm, I'm going to go Garland, me but DG, it's very though. close. I'm going with Garland. It is very close. Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Fuck. SGA. I'm going right to stay man. true to my this, guy. I'm going this, Zach Levine. This going to hurt me, but SGA. This this hurt this hurt me, but due to the conversation I just had with Drew, the superstardom of Zach is dim. Respect I don't, him. Don't he's still it. coming I, yeah. back. So I gotta go SGA. Back. No, he's a dog. He is he's coming a dog, back. He, he, he don't got that. He don't got that vibe. He's super. He's one of the most. He's one of the most skilled in the league. He can do everything. He is, but when you watch when you watch Zach Levine play, he don't got that dog in him. He still is like And I blamed him partly he and, and, and I and like don't I don't want this to come off as a negative towards DeMar. I blame I No, because you're gonna DeMar. say the same thing I feel. I blame DeMar for this. No, I blame DeMar it's too. Solely, yes. I blame DeMar too. All Levan fans blame DeMar for sure. No, it's like, literally DeMar's fault. Point. Look at real yeah. superstar don't give a damn that. Like, like a real a real dog ain't gonna sit there and say he coming to my town. I'm gonna take a backseat. Hell no, yeah. I'm gonna get mine. You gonna get yours. We gonna get these. That's together. concerning for me, man. And Zach, I'm a Zach, he be like, I'm a he, Zach he'll, guy. Let, he'll let DeMar have 40 and he just keep giving him the ball. Like, yo, Zach, you you open too, bro. Ask for the ball. He and the like, Bulls that's won't be their best version do, of if he if Zach ain't the best player. 50, 40, didn't, didn't, Curry do, didn't Curry do that with? Didn't Curry do that with? What? Did, what? Did, OG? Didn't, oh, didn't Curry, what, what, didn't Curry what, what, do what? that with Kevin Durant? No, he did not. No, no. Kevin no. Durant is better than Steph, Steph Curry. Why wouldn't he have done it? He, Steph Curry allowed. No, no, but it's a different type of back. See, Steph Curry still said, "Yo, I'm him. I want the ball too." That's Zach a fair point. That's dude. a fair point. Zach is the type of dude where he got 12 shots on the board. Demar has 35. I don't like that dis- disparity. I don't, especially when Zach is open. Zach has a mismatch. He's well, just has no fear to get the ball. DeMar- Steph is still going to be aggressive I, but at the end of the game. We got to cut some slack. Yeah. Drew is right. He's coming back from a significant knee injury. He did this last year before the knee injury. But he was dealing with it. He had a knee and injury, both, just didn't get it addressed he, during that season. You no, know I'm saying, but I'm saying before before the injury mm, last year, he still was mm, acting. I don't, like I don't agree with, I don't agree with that. He's just an efficient ball player. Let's tell it. He was pa- he was pampering the knee, and that yes, was their first year together, right? Last year, when he was 100, so he was pampering the knee, and he he and needed DeMar, to address when, it. When he was 100, percent they were a Batman and Robin. They were amazing. But Riv, when when KD was on the Warriors, it was cool. I think KD was the one in the clutch that was taking the shots mm-hmm. in the playoffs, at least. But, and and but that's similar. Yeah. As he should have been, though. He was the best player. I'm gonna give you the rock. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm having a little bit of a difficult time with Kiwi with the with the conviction. He wasn't a, he wasn't a better player than Steph. Steph was on his way to doing something before he got on the crew, and Steph took a back seat because he knew quote. You can't beat him without us. We can't beat him without you. Now, Steph could have threw a monkey wrench in this whole thing and said, yo, I'll tell you what, this is still my crew and you're going to get in line. But instead, he did what was for the betterment of the crew. For and sure, ended up getting him. He didn't have he to did say it. that. He did what, he for, did what sure. for the betterment of the crew. Now, when I. But he's also the lesser player. Mm-mm. 
at that time. At that time. They was like right Riff. 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 If somebody say, OG say, man, I really liked what I did with the show today. I got a million dollars. And I say, bet, give me 800000 Give Riff <laughs> 200000 uh-huh. Though we still got money, you're still like this. You're going to be like, damn, hold up. Why I can't? Why we can't? Sp-? So I got more. So whether you want to say, KD, it's like this. The, the, eight, the 800 to 200 is more Demar Zach. Steph and KD. It's a lot like, closer than that. I think. Well, I, I think. It's I a think lot Steph closer than eight two. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot closer. Sixty forty, but still. Not OG. That's valid. OG. I, I was, I was that's thinking valid. Like Steph better in twenty seventeen. Honestly. No. No. When they was on the same team, no. No. When they he were took, on the same t- team, he no. took. A, I, I think K- the fact that he took a backseat no. to him, yes. He he was not. No, he wasn't. But KD no, was not. KD was no. never going to beat I'm Steph. I'm with you. I'm never going to beat Steph. But I just mean in the sense never. of who was better. He was never going to beat Steph. Well, you also no, got to remember the, too when they were on the same. And team, you also got to remember better. too, Drew, that when he saw LeBron James in 2017, that was to prove that the dude you saw in 2012, this ain't the same dude standing in front of you. This is a different guy. That's a good point. And that was also that was also Steph Curry saying that. Now I saw you last year, and you gave us the business. Look what I got with me now. So this is going to be a different story, as opposed to what he had last season. So no. Look at what LeBron be calling. Talk Not to a him, last name in this. Talk shit. to him. No, nah, we ain't no. No, we we ain't, we ain't getting. No, yeah, yeah. We. That, <laughs> <laughs> Not a last name in this. Would you rather? I don't give a. I don't give a damn. I love Jaylen LeBron, Brown. man. <laughs> Jalen Brown. Yo, I am shocked because Ooh, I'm, I'm thinking. Answer, really. I'm genuinely. I'm, sh- I'm I, shocked. If I'm, if I'm taking the yeah, lead, I, I have to. I, I, I have too. to be consistent. I'm gonna go JB. I'm gonna go JB. I'm gonna have to take JB. Ah, mm. oh, but that's the thing, man. That handle mm. with J- that handle with JB is still ain't sharp. He still takes wow. No, that handle I, still is not as sharp yeah, as I like yeah. for it to be. Give me, give me shake your Wing guard and, play SGA would be a perfect fit there. No, nah, they straight. Mm-mm, they 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 good at the lead guard spot. We're we we're, we're good with our guys. We're good with our guys. Don't worry, not Joel. We're good over not here. Not we're good. Cleveland, but y'all, y'all good. I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go JB for, for now. We might, if we have this conversation in another year, two years, yeah, it might be different. It's like yeah. fifty-one forty-nine JB, JB right but but SGA is right there. Now my my this week in the NBA, I want to give Portland some love because I think Chauncey Billups has done a great job with that team. He's getting a lot of, of these role players that really weren't looked at as highly coveted players to really buy in. Drew Eubanks, Justice Winslow. Keon Johnson was traded from the Clippers to Portland, and he's shown he's just been a, a great glue guy for them. And they're winning without Dame, and they're very competitive without Dame. And Dame was averaging 31. I think Anthony Simons has taken a, a bigger step in his game. Jeremy Grant is proving mm-hmm. to be a great offseason addition. I, I love Chauncey Billups' coaching and the defensive schemes he uses, the way he keeps offenses on their toes because he, he gives different looks. I think Portland right now they're a, they're a really good squad and they're I think just the combination of these players you can make an argument is the best team that Dame has played with. I know that they made the Western Conference Finals one season, but their wing players that year were Al Farouk Aminu and Mo Harkless. Just as a complete team, I feel like this team there there's more hope for them going forward in the development of their young players. I think is a good sign for them in the future. I'm with that. I'm I agree. With that. Sure. Plus, at 
Go ahead, my this go ahead week, Joel. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, OG. I was going to say, my uh, my this week in the NBA, uh, it's the tampering. Philly lost two second-round picks for uh, the investigation and tampering. The Knicks, as well, are being probed. But, Drew, that's my same thought. I feel like the NBA has to make a decision. Either they don't care at all, and you could go and tamper, and free agency is just going to be, you know, uh, fuck all. Like, you go and figure it out. Or they really have to crack down on it. Because I don't know, it's been year after year after year before free agency starts. There's always these really hot rumors and Woj and all these guys tweeting now saying that this deal is basically done. It's over. And the NBA, they're only up to this point. You could find them lose second round picks. But unless they make a real stand, whether that's a first round pick, a big fine, suspension, the player getting suspended, whatever it might be, teams are going to continue doing this. Free agency is continue going to be sloppy. Philly losing two second round picks. They're trying to win a championship. Two second round picks of yeah. them. They're picks fifty five. They're not. They'd rather have PJ Tucker or whoever right. it was, right? So uh, the NBA has had this issue year after year after year. They don't seem to want to fix it. So I want them to either embrace fully go ahead and be able to tamper, or we're All right, cracking my down. This 100%. week in the NBA, Luka Doncic joins your boy OG Will Chamberlain as the only players to average over thirty points, score thirty points in eight consecutive games to start the season. Seven. Now nah, it it's eight. Yeah. Okay. No, Luca has been at a, another level. He's leading the lead in, league in scoring right now. And what's crazy is I still don't think he's the MVP of the league right now. He's not. I don't he's, Giannis. Giannis. he's not. He's not. Is Giannis? Yeah. Fact. My week. My my my. Uh, this week in NBA is college basketball is around the corner. What, Watch the, college basketball. I, appre- I appreciate that, that because that's I need all I'm, to start. Team, Say it again. Who's your squad? Say it again. Who's your team for college? Uh, Memphis Tigers. Just because I'm a Penny Penny Hardaway yeah. guy. No no real ties to them. I loved them when Derrick Rose went with John Calipari. But um, I'm a – you know, you see little Penny back there. I love Yo, Penny. P, so wherever your, Penny go, I'm going to be Seton repping. Hall? Seton Hall, they've had they've had some runs, but I ain't really no fan of Seton Hall right now. Yeah. We, wow, who they got that, that, no, that make you any, just – They had me. I remember when they, they had, had – uh, it's a coach. We have Miles Holloway. Yeah, Miles Powell, and then they, uh, what's my boy name? They went to Whitehead. the Nets. Guard fifteen. Isaiah Yo, that Whitehead. That's tragic. I, I wanted um. Makes me sad. I wanted Trayvon okay. Duvall to go there. I wanted Trayvon Duvall to go to uh, Seton Hall. I think that would have been a better fit for him than Duke, personally. Same with Isaiah Briscoe. Isaiah Briscoe went to Kentucky. I, really I wasn't really a big fan GQ of that. I wish came to Seton Hall off rip. That yeah, that too. That's true. JQ would have been. JQ doing down. his thing, in Alabama. He's Alabama. Really, he's turned it around. That's he's probably. Balling. He's balling I, for sure. I like Memphis because Penny Hardaway, but I I rep Alabama too on my rib shit because I love Nate Oates and the What's offense. Up, nah, Riv, yeah, Riv, you, you joined and I could have swore it was just a picture of you. The way you're just like McDonald's kicked you out. You can't <laughs> use their Wi-Fi. Crazy. Yo, P, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, be hating on my McDonald's vibe, man. They need to sponsor me for real. I mean, bugger. You got to give us uh, this week in the NBA. Yo, this week in the NBA. Hold <laughs> on. My uh, goodness. I you just knew it. <laughs> yeah, Yo, Riv, let me ask you. Is this your first time? Every week we know it's a segment. Every week it doesn't have one. Oh, why you I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I forgot today, bro. I had a group. I had a late night last night. I got This is why you, know, you got to keep. I told you. I texted y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, What's your thoughts on Seton Hall? Huh? What's your thoughts on Seton Hall, Riv? This year? In general. No, 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 Riv. Last year. year. 
<laughs> Where you at, Rev? You with us or not, yo? What's going on with you, Rev? Where you at right yo, now? The, the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi shit just got me mad. It just messed up my whole. Uh oh, uh oh. See, this, this this what he just did, Drew. You just went in this. You got in his ear at the strike. He's supposed to be making free throws. Where he at? He thinking about you. You know, you know who I'm gonna miss on Seton Hall. Um, my boy Jerry uh, Roder. Was that his name? I'm, I'm here and there. Yeah, yes. I loved his I game just, with Seton Hall. I could not agree more. Very love hate relationship with Jared Roden. He started off the, on fire he last year. So one dimensional. He started off on fire against yeah. non-competitive what you, teams. What are you talking so about? Didn't we beat Michigan? Did. Didn't we beat? He was okay uh, against Michigan, though. We beat yeah. Michigan like later in the that season. Michigan game was that Michigan okay. win was very, yeah, right. very good. Seahawks going to play real hard this year. That's another. That's another one that we had. Yeah, that was a good ass game. I had to go to Seton Hall University for some I forget what was going on. Immaculate facility. The locker room was A one. But yeah, I, I'm I sure love, love to Seton Hall because in the NBA. <coughs> James Harden is injured. He's expected to miss a month with a right foot tendon strain. Are we at the point in Harden's career where we should just expect an injury because he has so much mileage? On his body from oh, Kerry Houston, and yeah, I want you to go first on this because you're the hard James, guy. Don't don't talk like you weren't a Harden guy either, though. I you you heard what y'all you were taking the victory lap spot hey, games. Y'all going crazy. <laughs> who are y'all? Crazy. I want to take it. Over. What do you mean? I didn't take no victory lap. I just gave my boy his props. <laughs> oh oh, you're that's not slick. and my boy not being Joel, not, not, not James Harden, <laughs> not Harden. Bro, I told y'all when James Harden went to the Philadelphia 76ers, it changed my opinion and you know, view on him. Because he requested a trade and left Kyrie and KD behind. Yes or no? For leaving. Blame him for what? Yeah, he ain't doing shit where he is. So, yeah. He's been amazing. When I think about James Harden. Amazing. Everybody's I got strong vocabulary, man. I'm very passionate. I like to really pop these guys up. James Harden's career has been so unfortunate because at the peak of his powers, at his oh. very best, <laughs> he had to run in into the greatest team assembled in NBA history. It's unfortunate. Really Every that. time really we talk about Harden, it's the same thing did he, did he really over just say and unfortunate? over and over. I really just say unfortunate. No, that's exactly what you're. Did he say unfortunate? I want to make sure I heard exactly him say that. You know what makes it all worse is that you did, OG. You run into the did, best OG. team assembled in history. You take them to seven. Chris Paul gets hurt. Unfortunate. You lose Trevor Ariza, huge part of your team. Daryl Moore didn't keep an unfortunate. You go to Brooklyn. You would have won a championship your first year there. You get hurt. Kyrie gets hurt. Unfortunate. You Wait, don't, no, don't, don't, don't. Let him keep going. Please, please, let him keep going. Please and let him then keep going. now, he, this past season, he's recovering from a hamstring injury. This season, he looks like the guy. He hardened his back. He's going crazy. Rafe, he's not lying. But, he's but, not but lying. But guess what? But guess what? Guess what, everybody? Joel B looks like a shell of himself early in the season. He doesn't look like the guy. His defense has been horrid. James Harden has bad luck. Wherever he goes, it's it's always a situation. And I just, I, I'm sick of it, man. Because he should have an NBA championship. I'm sick of this Thank tape. You. That's Get what I'm sick OG. of. That's OG, what we're going to stop this right here, right now, okay? You're going to sit there and talk to us like this dude didn't go 0 for 11 in game four of that series. You're going to leave that part out, huh? 
Are you gonna also leave hey, out? Hey. The, are you gonna also leave out the part when in Game Six, no KD, zero points from Steph Curry in the first half, and they still lose? You're gonna go off of that. Add that to the fact that we're gonna rewind the clock back to 2015 when Kevin McHale told us Kevin Guard, Kevin, I'm sorry, James Harden showed up to camp out of shape, which was now a theme throughout the throughout the. The process of his career, which is why he was always hurt, because he was just let's keep it. Up, let's keep it going, right? Because he OG, was just let's keep show- it going. Let's talk about it. Because he was just talk about it. <laughs> because, because he was just showing up, but now it's starting to catch up with him. You know what? Damn, man, James Harden has had some unfortunate things happen to him. No, he hasn't. He has not. N- enough, Joel. We've heard enough out of look, you. I, look, I just hey, hey. I, all that damn I, clubbing I with little baby. I can't knock Harden for having fun. <laughs> he likes to have fun. Likes to have fun, and he's still playing at a high level. OG, and, and listen, OG, it ain't it ain't unfortunate then. The, the it's not during the 2019 when KD was out. Hold on, Joel, just real quick. Let me just I just want to say this real quick. OG, did you mention the part uh, against the Spurs where he got blocked by Manu Ginobili, and then he had a a, a game high like a, a record breaking eleven turnovers in a closeout game? Did you mention that when he choked? Oh, take it take it a step further than that, Riv. You guys do know. You want to keep going? I, yeah, I absolutely want to keep going because don't forget keep about uh, don't forget about the Brooklyn Milwaukee series, Joel. You do know he was on the crew when they played in that series, right? Don't leave that he part out. Himself? Yeah, he was on the crew. Hey, let's take it back a little further. About the finals against the Heat, oh. Thunder. That motherfucker was on and a milk carton. And, and, and the thing too, Pee-wee, and he was young. The thing about it, Pee Wee, is that he was young, right? And that was the theme. Everybody thought it was an aberration. No, it wasn't. This is who he really is. It was a foreshadowing. In 2019. Joel, stop trying uh, to defend this. Joel, uh, stop Joel. trying to defend this. Okay. In Give it a rest. It's only thing, like only thing you can say, really Joel, 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 you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll help you. Joel, because, because I'm, I'm thing, on the same side with you. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. I apologize. The thing about it is that, uh, you know, everybody talks about him losing in game six to the Warriors in 2019 without Kevin Durant. <laughs> but nobody talked. Harden was good in that game. Steph was just better, and look, Steph is the better player than James Harden. But even if you take, even if you take Kevin Durant, Zero. if you take Kevin Durant off that he Warriors roster, oh, gee, the the big three of Steph, Draymond, and Clay is enough to win you a game, and they won them a game against Houston. Taking KD out just evens the playing field. It doesn't make the Rockets better. I saw James Harden take that team down by itself, though, just not when it mattered. I still remember when James Harden in Golden oh, State hit that game winning three over all of them. Yeah, if he crazy. had shit like that in the playoffs, that's they, we that talking about that. Pee Wee, that was their championship, bro. That was their championship right there. <laughs> that game that's right crazy. There. That is crazy. That was, a, that was the one. That's their championship. See, Joel, a regular all season you had to do was come game winner. And just talk about how great James Harden's been this season. He that's has, all you had to do because I'm with you. No, he I'm can't because he's hurt. Uh, he's hurt, so now it don't matter a, a little bit. It just Philly, and, and Philly is another place where it's like they're not Brooklyn because Brooklyn's just a they're, they're a mess of they're their trying own. to skip steps. But Philly is just a place mm. where they're a mess in their own right. Doc Rivers can't coach a, an, an absurd amount of talent at one time. He's much better when he's a, he's coaching guys that right, he's not ex, he's not this expecting to be great. <laughs> okay. The only team he coached that was great was the Celtics. This, 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 isn't, what this, Doc, isn't, this isn't really good right here, OG. What has Doc really Rivers good? done? Shout out. Oh what has Doc Rivers done? Hey, man, I, I said it when it happened. The Philadelphia 76ers missed a beat. They had a chance to go out and get 
Anthony Simons. <laughs> they would have only had to give up Ben Simmons or hell, even CJ. But James Harden is too much to bring on to the Joel shit. And now I just feel like they both can't have a game. It's either one or the other. They can't find that footing together. Um, it's, it's I don't know, man. But I, blaming Doc Rivers is going to be what they do. I think, I, I think, we do I think what's going on. But I think we need to speak on. Let's let's hold on. Let's let's in enough with history this. in the playoffs. No, no, Joel. But, uh, like uh, uh, this is the this is the bad habit of Philly. As a Ben Simmons fan, I'm aware of how Philly gets down. They find one person to put all of the blame on, and that's why they always run into these situations because the blame is a lot more spread than they like to accept. What? We can still hear you. I think his connection might have just like froze out. Oh, he's but, um, yeah. Anyway. But but why? OG, do you think Doc Rivers is an uh, exceptional anyway. elite coach? <laughs> do I think he's an exceptional yes. elite coach? Yeah, the website may be <laughs> refreshed. I'm sorry. You're all good. Me too. Yeah. But no, yeah, they just find somebody think, to blame. I think Doc is. I think Doc is a great coach. I don't think he's an exceptional coach. I think he's a great coach. I think he's under. I think he's underperformed in a lot of in a lot of situations. However, what you're doing is you're turning this into something else. That's what you're trying to do. Everybody over there. That's exactly what you. My issue is that we're not even we're not talking about Harden and his play because when Harden has played, he has been very good. It has not translated to wins because the Sixers team. We're not talking about Joel Embiid. Is anybody going to hold him accountable, man? Hundred percent, Pete. He has been extremely. We need to talk about. Everybody be scared to talk about Joel Embiid like he like he fucking. I don't know. You be you think he had some? He ran the NBA. Like if you say anything bad about we, Joel and me, you gonna to, lose your media because job. Everyone likes you know, all star games. Everybody, I don't. I, I, I don't. Because he's, he's likable. Player, but I ain't. That's he ain't likable like that. His, that I'm with you. Shit I'm, I'm I think Philly. I think. I don't. I don't. I like think Philly's depth is I'm the sorry. biggest problem here. For Philly's sure. depth. They the don't have much depth. Also fit. That's the problem. Has Harden played amazing to start the year? Of course. Yeah, he's been you know great to start the season. But now, like you said, Harden and Embiid haven't been on the same beat since the season started. Um, the depth is lacking. Their bench is putrid. And now Harden's going to be out for a month. I mean, we just seen last night or two nights ago, Tyrese Maxey, he upped his production, but they couldn't get a W. That was uh, I think that was last night. Cam Reddish Mitch, clamped him up in the fourth. Yeah. But that's so, another thing, though. That's another thing. No, yeah, he's, he's different. Off, he's a like, different breed. We know that. It's also the fit issue because the starting lineup of Philly yeah. is Harden, Maxey, Tobias, PJ, and Embiid. And it's Tobias just weird. doesn't fit in that's with weird that group. Shit. Bringing in Harden now removes Maxi as being the lead guard when he's a lead guard on a team. Which it's is fine. Just, there's just fit issues with them. And then the bench Tobias isn't been good. Tobias has been an odd man out Yo, what's so crazy, long. I was yeah, just about to say this. Is Tobias Harris the, yes, the, uh, like, the perfect definition of a guy that does a group project, doesn't really do much, kind of just... <laughs> Tobias Harris stinks. <laughs> if OG's doing that to me... Because OG Tobias Harris for that. Is in, he's not like, <laughs> like, like that's just a matter of fact. Tobias Harris really is just there for the ride. <laughs> I think the is a basketball player. I just think they overpaid him and it make him look worse than what he is. And I, I don't think he's yeah, he ain't so fit funny. 76ers for a long time. But that's what and I'm I saying. Do think Tobias Harris would be he probably But the problem is they can't they can't move up. They can't move off him. His contract's too big. His contract's too big. The and issue ultimately becomes like is he should have never been in a position to have the money over a Jimmy Butler. And that's the obvious thing. But regardless of that, even still, he's just yeah, never been up. what the money has said. And even a little bit less than that. He's been extremely underwhelming on both sides of the ball. It's That's the matter of fact. 
Joel, do you remember the conversation we had? And I, I remember bringing up this point and then you were on your phone. You're like, oh, I didn't hear what you said. Um, but before the season started, I said, at what point does James Harden have to be load managed? At what point do we have to see year after year after year, James Harden, who by all accounts doesn't take the best care of his body in the offseason, who comes in and has these hamstring injuries and injuries that linger. At what point, if James Harden wants to win a championship, <laughs> does he have to take some nights Bro, off? Get the, the, Kawhi plan. the Kawhi plan, the Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't uh, even want to do the Kawhi plan. I don't think Harden he needs, needs to, to do that. that. Five, six games it is um, right now. Harden is not in a position where he can miss games and his team will continue to win. That's what Embiid for, though. You don't need to – do you have to be a top two seed? Can you just get to the playoffs and let them be healthy and see what happens? Oh, gee. They can't beat did, no did top team right now. you out because Drew talked about Tobias in a, in a glowing light or – No. I, I, glowing? I, glowing? I just – no. I had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you left because <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I tried to go to the bathroom. No, no, ran off. Like he, I, I tried to go to the bathroom. Sorry, I, I thought I was like, hold on. Does, does anybody believe in Philly this year, or are they kind of like a a done team? Philly can't beat no top team. They no. can't beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They can't beat Boston. And I go as far as say they can't beat Cleveland. Not a great. Not a great year for my offseason predictions. I'll be better next year. Yeah, you out already? Huh? You out already on your uh, offseason well, predictions yeah, for Philly? I'm kind of – I kind of mm, – Rough year for yeah, the agendas. Very rough year for the agendas. So it, 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 it's obvious to me that I got to start taking whatever Joel says with a grain of salt. Yes. Cause this dude, yes. okay, I, I'm with y'all. Now. No, yeah, for I, sure. I, I, he has I, he has his agendas, okay. and I respect it. He sticks with them, and he okay. really rides for right. them. And we try to tell right. him on the show. I feel like a lot of time, me and him clash heads as well, because we were going back and right. forth all off season between the Nets and Celtics. Uh, when he said the Timberwolves were the one seed, we all went crazy. We we're like, what the fuck are you talking right. about? Um, no, and he then he was agendas, on us. He, he was on us for not having them higher. Yeah, he we said he poor, said you guys don't see the vision. Just like we're respecting them. Yeah, we all had them as a a top seed in the in the West. He got he, he had he James Harden as the league MVP this year. Hey hey hey, no, that wasn't not. crazy no, when he was playing. No, it wasn't crazy. Joel, are you gonna sit you there and say stopped, that you also. didn't say that? Is no, that I what you sitting Embiid. there saying? It was Joel, it was Joel Embiid. You sure it wasn't James Harden? I'm, I'm, it, was. I'm, it was. It was Embiid one hundred. It was. It was Joel yeah. Embiid. Okay. Yeah, it was Embiid. Yeah. Should have picked him. Yeah, headache. I think mo- moving on from Philly because this yeah. topic is quite depressing. <laughs> the Cavaliers are are a fun team. And yep. they got a huge win over the Celtics. They're one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference right now. Seventh in offensive rating, second in defensive rating, first in net rating. Is this team a team that can make it out of the Eastern Conference Finals? Can Riff. they compete with the Celtics, with the Bucks? Can they maybe beat them in a playoff series? <laughs> what What is this team ceiling this year? Riv, I know you want to go. I understand this, but I need to go first because I don't want you to come here and say absolutely one hundred percent. I need that. I need that relaxed. I need you to chill. Just, just don't say, don't, don't, don't say nothing wrong about my boys. You guys have so, been playing boys, great. Here we go. No this doubt. is the what fifth one in the episode. Okay. I think we're. I think we're actually on seven. Huh? I think yeah. we're on seven. We're on seven. <laughs> Every um, topic has been a rib topic. Correct. Honestly. That's why I say I, I'm keeping track. A mental note. I want to go okay. first because I just need to shut it down with the fact of they are not beating the Milwaukee Bucks. It's that simple, simple to me. 
Uh, yes, you can look at other teams. We can start and stop That's the it. conversation That's, right there. We that can is it. it right That's there. what I have in my notes. I said they're not beating Milwaukee. We can shut this down. They are 8-0 without Here's my counter. Chris Middleton. That is it. Shut can up. I counter? Let's hear it. Can I counter? They don't necessarily need to beat the Bucks to get to the finals. Who's beating the Bucks in the somebody East? Somebody else will. The Boston, Boston is the only team in the East. That can beat the Bucks in a playoff. Nah, they series. barely did it with no Middleton, yeah. and they were a game we away. I, I, under, I understand the no Middleton <laughs> part. I understand the no Middleton part. No, you I don't, man. No, you don't. But I think I, I do. I do because I think once they get Middleton back, they'll be a dangerous team. But I do think they if there is one now, team that can pick, now. yeah, and it's yeah, the first. But there's man, one I'm team that can beat them. They could beat him because Cuzzo got to get his ring. So I'm biased. Yes, yo, shout out, shout out to him, man. J- Javon is a, he gotta is get a his ring. You f- too close. The Suns, yeah, it was on the Nets. We gotta get it now with Milwaukee. <laughs> we gotta get it with Milwaukee. Man. We gotta get it. With- but yeah, I, I think this is the year for the Cavs to go on a run, like to get into the playoffs and advance. You Def- know, hopefully make it to a second round and get accustomed to being one of those teams. And I think mm-hmm. that's fine. I don't think they have to jump from nothing to something like just make the playoffs be yeah. a factor be a legitimate threat mm-hmm. and n- not lay down if as soon as you meet one of those contenders like the boston Celtics or milwaukee if they can put up some type of fight i think that's a great season for them and then next year the following year mobley's in his third year uh the backcourt has had a year together hopefully you figure out something steady at that 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 three you know because a coral is not it a core is not it he's not it and i think that's a fine successful season for them i don't think yes. they have to go to the eastern conference finals and do this fake their contenders because they, they could a hot seven and one start they could yeah, they i think can we all, they absolutely could can we also yeah. kind of be fair to the Cavs as well and say that i think their twin towers of evan mobley and jared allen is the best defense for Giannis in the NBA right now? They won't beat the Bucks when Rob and Al are healthy. Sure. They're they're gonna give him problems too. Not better than Mobley. Which one is the same? Oh, him and Brooke Lopez giving them the same problem. No, no, no. no. With, like with the Cavs, I think they can go to the Eastern Conference Finals. But I think that, that for them to do that, it can't. The Bucks can't be in their way. There's, I don't think they can beat the Bucks. They can give them a run for their money, make it a five, six game tough series. But five, I don't think they can beat the Bucks. I don't think series. they're ready to beat the Bucks. Yeah, but in terms of Boston, they cause problems for Boston. In terms of like another team in the playoffs right now, like uh, what Toronto, they cause problems for Toronto. Like they cause problems for any other team. And I think if they don't play the Bucks in the first round, second round, they can legitimately go to the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. They have the backcourt, they have the point guard, they have the defense, they have the offense. It's just about the experience. Can the experience continue the on? They can lose the to all those teams. They, they, they can lose to the Raptors. Yeah, facts. They can lose no, 100%. The, the Cavs yeah. cannot the lose to the Raptors. The Hawks can beat them. The Hawks, the Hawks can beat them. I don't think the Hawks can beat them. Cleveland? No. Oh. Drew, I may be with you, Drew. I may be with you, Drew. I don't know. DeJounte had them boys. Toronto, like yeah. what I'm saying. Uh-oh. The defense is, is different with Atlanta because of DeJounte Murray. That's why. And uh, and, and Cleveland's Cleveland offense defense is, and, and, is different. And not only is Cleveland's defense different, Cleveland's offense is different because now they have that dynamic score on the yep. wing that they didn't have. Like, I'm not going to disagree with so that because Donovan different. takes them to a whole now, other level. Go ahead, OG. The, right. Dejounte can only guard one of them. You that's do all know, he right? Right. That's, that's, that's all he needs. That's it. Yeah. That's that it. Correct. That's and, it. Who's guarding Trey? Because Evan Mobley and Jared Allen can't guard him. And I know for a fact, and I, and I know Garland. That was a terrible game plan, though, Pee Wee. Hold on. That was a terrible game plan. They blitzing Trey with, with Jared Allen and, and, and Evan Mobley 25 feet away from the basket. 
Whose idea is that? Like seven and one. You know what's funny? It's, what the hell? Whose idea is that? It's super funny because a lot of people like to forget that Darius Garland played like absolute shit in that game, and. and he wasn't no, good. He wasn't. No, game no, one. I only say that because, you know, Garland's held to such a pedestal. He, Look what he just did to yeah, Boston, bro. He was dropped 30. We're 20. talking about we're talking about when it matters. We're talking about when it matters. And now we're talking about DeJounte being added to the situation. DeJounte, when it matters, is ass. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. We I'm have not seen DeJounte. DeJounte we, have, we, have not. we have not. We have not. He's been in playing situations. He's talking about the playing. He's talking about the playing. Playing with the Spurs, bro. Come on. Thank you. We need to stop with the play. Because first of all, the Cavs won't even be in the playing. So all that playing shit is dead. The Cavs won't even be top five. That don't even matter. Yeah. I think they're clear. To answer your question, Joel, I kind of piggybacked off of what I was going to say about this week in the NBA. I got a man crush on Evan Mobley. I love that kid. I think he's awesome. He had eight blocks last night. Yeah, right? yeah he's a, he's one of the, I think he's, I think he's one of the better rim protectors in the game. He would have made the all league defensive team last year. Had he not I'm gotten not sure. hurt as a rookie, he'd have been the first rookie to do that, to do that since Tim Duncan. <clears throat> and this core Donovan Mitchell is the oldest. He's 26, right? Everybody else on that core, 22 years old. That's why I think that, they're maybe a year, two tops away from really challenging for the Eastern Conference Championship. I don't think that they're that far away, but I do think that they're going to give these teams a legitimate run. But I don't think that they're there yet. Answer. And we've talked about it all episodes saying how how these teams have quick fixes. And you see the Cavs go from no playoffs to play in. Now we're talking about them as a legit threat in the East. They didn't <laughs> – sure, they went and traded for, for Mitchell, but it's not like they had to give up any of their core. They kept Jared Allen. They kept Mobley. They exactly. kept Garland. And they still and have this – yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, J.D. I'm glad you mentioned that, J.D., because with that being said, and you guys know how I feel about LeBron, stay away, yo. We got something going on over here. Yep. We don't need yeah, you. They don't yeah. even have to we play around you. with that. We have a young we, core. We, we, we love – I love – I love – I got – I'm a huge James guy. Yo, we good over here, my Bring man. Bring me back we home. Straight. Bring we me straight. back home. Yeah, no, you're stuck no, in the Lakers, buddy. Home. No, you're stuck. Bring me home. You're stuck, buddy. Please. We, we straight over here, yo. We straight. You can't <laughs> come to the land, bro. <laughs> yo, Riv. They're going to end up drafting somebody. Oh, they can't because oh, never mind. They I, gave up their pick, right? They got their pick. They just, if they find a wing stopper, a wing defender, they're they going do it. to they be draft a problem. Well, man. They draft really, really I well. I thought that was Okoro, man. I did. I really nah, felt like too. it was Okoro. Okoro's not it. I, 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 thought, not I, I, I thought it was him. I they really did. Well, I thought man. it was him. Please, please, please. Please stop. Please. Just stop talking about it. Please. I told y'all. I'm talking to Riz specifically. Please stop talking about Okoro. Please, please. Please. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on, Drew, because I'm not going to let you off the hook here. Okay. Oh, shit. Okoro, I think we kind of we knew Okoro's offensive game was ass, but you said he wasn't a good defender. No, I said that he is, which is not I, true. No, what That's I not said true. was he is an overrated defender. He is not as great as you like to claim. Which is wrong. That's not. Which true. is he's wrong. He's a great defender. He's his just offensive game. No, that's it's, why it's he's horrible. not playing because of all it's his offense. If he can shoot thirty six percent from three, he's playing thirty two minutes for this team. Tonight. Oh, thirty six. Yeah. If, if he can shoot thirty, I was going to say. Could, I mean, let's be honest. You're talking yeah, let's, thirty six. Let's get levels here first, Steve. Let's get to levels, Steve. They're leaving it naked. The fact that he's trying to say that this man defense is overrated is crazy. If the man. No, it's hilarious. It's, if it's, it's shoot, hilarious because the, the Laker guy is talking. He could fit right on your team, bro. He'll fit right on the Absolutely Lakers, could. Oh, jeez. Stop. Stop. He'll fit right there he, with you. To be, <laughs> Wait a minute. Drew, he be, he's better than – I don't even know how to say Juan. Yeah, Juan Toscano. He's absolutely yes. better than I'm him. I'm not saying you're wrong. He's absolutely better than him. I just don't want to hear it. And to add to Pee Wee's point, if he shot 36%, he'd be an all-league defender. But listen, last year, Isaac Okoro shot 35% from three. 
I needed that one. I needed I don't know, that one. Bro. He'd be just, riding you know, all high and mighty. He'd be riding you all do, high You and do got to start somewhere. That's facts. You don't start went down, though. No doubt. But it's going to do it for know. episode 226 of the Pigasop Podcast. Want to give a huge yeah. shout out to OG and Pee Wee for being <laughs> on the you show. It, you guys have you guys are our best guests, and I think it was only right that we had you guys on, on one show together. Y'all didn't even tell me. Y'all act like it was just going to be me. <laughs> me neither. I, I just thought it was gonna be. I, I thought it was gonna be us. I, and it's a lot of. It's a lot of people, to be honest with you, that asked me to come on a podcast. I've told you guys when when these guys call, I, I show up. I can't say Same. that for everybody. I don't. Same. But when these dudes call, I, I come. Y'all gonna make. Y'all gonna make it, me it, cry, It's not a lot man. of guys that. And Joel be hitting me in the times. So I be like, damn, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, be like, I be like, fuck it. I can't tell my, my boys. Nah, man. I can't tell you. Really? Nah. That's, that's a fact. I be moving. It's, it's a lot of people that be hitting me. Yo, can you come through? I'm like, eh, eh. but when these dudes call, yeah. I be moving around my whole <laughs> day. For, and I'll tell you what. Sad, I, I'll man. speak for all of us. Yeah, I I, we we all appreciate you guys coming on to to spread the knowledge, to to spend some time with us. But really quick before we go, each individually, is there something you guys want to shout out before you guys go? No, shout out to Pick a Sad no. Podcast. Shout and I appreciate I appreciate y'all coming on when I'm on an episode. Finally, I appreciate y'all coming on when I'm here. You know yeah, what you I mean? Hollywood. I feel like I, I, I'll be coming on. Like you went to you went on vacation and shit. And it's you, always so nice. You'll be ducking smoke. That's what it like is. Like I said, I I, I seen Pee Wee. I seen him. I seen him on his podcast. I've seen him a couple of times doing his thing. I'm like, yo, this dude know what he's talking about. There ain't a lot of dudes that that know what they're talking about. Nah, so I appreciate that. About. When we uh, I think when you first was going on TikTok or whatever, that's all our comments were saying. Like, yo, Pee Wee, you gotta you gotta watch this OG dude, man. Y'all y'all talk the same. Y'all view the game the same. So I'm glad our first encounter could be on Pick a Side, man. OG, I also want to talk about you were just on TV with with RJ. They they shouted you out. Yo, that congrats, OG. That was tough. Congrats. That was tough. They have a segment called TikToking with Richard Jefferson, mm-hmm. and people like give their take on TikTok, and then they take people's take and they put it on the look OG's picture. blushing look he's 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 all yeah, like ah, yeah. stop it guys stop it stop don't do that this is what I do it's what that's I do that's what's up man that's what's up that is all you gotta so. do is just know the game and talk to be, you don't have to be do silly troll that's shit. it that's it be you and know you don't, the game Pee-wee, you don't because what you're gonna do when you talk silly troll shit is you're gonna get people after you that's what you're gonna get <laughs> You're going to get people after you. People like me. And you're going to get That's what's going to happen. For sure. That's, that's exactly what's, exactly what's going to happen. So, hey, man. this was Like I said, I, I, I always got time for you, dudes. No doubt. Thank you guys for listening and or watching. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. This is Trevor Lane from the LakersNation.com podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they're raising another round on WeFunder. 
WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.